Cleveland! This is for you! Talking about balls. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talking About Balls. I am Justin George, joined as always by Kyle Price and Tim Buck Tuesday. Tim Buck technical difficulty Tuesday here live. No, I'm just kidding. It's not his fault. It's the ugliest green screen behind we, me ever. We are here at Studio One again due to some some internet issues. Uh, it's kind of growing on me, honestly. I enjoy the conversation aspect of this uh, setup. Yeah, because we obviously did the show here on Sunday because of the technical technical difficulties, and then we kind of loved it. We actually liked the setup. We liked the 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 triangular look that we have right now. Yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of nice. I can look at you and talk to you. I can look at you and yeah. talk to you. I can look at myself, talk to myself sometimes. It For happens. me, it's, it's, it's truly weird that I can actually look over and see Tim. Usually, it's just like I have to like lean back. I'm doing oh, a lot of shit. This is how we started our podcast. Yeah. We would just sit across the table from each other and yeah, just this was it. talk. We literally had basically a folding table and Can my computer. And we are we're, we went in our time machine today, and here we are. And speaking of that, though, I mean, we talked about it earlier today. We're almost to our hundredth episode. Yeah, just about. I'm a, I'm actually a little behind on uh, updating the episodes or uploading, I should say. Yeah. So according to Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever the fuck it's called, uh, we are at like 93. But I believe I have like three or four in the right, can right I, now that I still have to upload. So correct. we're like. 97, 98. We're coming up, we got like so three, three more episodes. We have to think of something fun to do. But yeah, 100 up, man, it's 100 episodes. It's flown by. It would be kind of weird if the 100th episode is next week at Lucy's. I what think a it is. It might be. I'd have, I think I'm, it is. I'm really going to have to we, look. We might, that might work out. I'll, have to, I'll double check. I'll, I'll upload Sounds all like the Sounds like there might have to be some adult beverages to celebrate said 100th I mean, episode. There will be a celebration of alcoholic beverages, even if it's the 98th episode. I don't give a shit. There's, <laughs> it doesn't take much for me, but we'll, we'll make it work. Um, what's up? How are you guys doing? Happy Wednesday, man. I'm good. I'm, I've today's kind of been. I don't. I don't feel the greatest. I think I like almost under the weather. I'm trying to fight it off right now, but uh, I'm here. That's I'm the happy. other nice thing about Studio One is there's a big distance between me and yeah, Kyle. Yeah, that's true. Jeremy, so it's perfect. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not breathing on him right now. It actually works out. This was meant to be. How about you, Tim? How you doing? Um, I'm in a funky, like gray area okay. but it's not bad it's just it's like a transition okay like, you know what i mean like absolutely that happens i mean your transition the winter months do that. thank you thank you i got my titties out right yeah, we don't judge we don't judge he was ahead of the curve those i are, don't judge those are homegrown congratulations <laughs> my friend uh, uh but yeah it's just it's just like a well one is black history month so yes. yes i'm always happy for that um you know i do post every year uh uh, day one to whatever because it was last you know the first year i did it was a leap year so 29 yep but of course this year is 28 um and the first day actually didn't go too well in my opinion like when i watch it back just because i'm a critic of my you know i'm a perfectionist oh 100 um, i know the feeling <laughs> yeah so it it didn't it's not as nice as i would like it but you know it, it i got i got through it i may reshoot it yeah. and just put it back out but hey at the end of the day it's the first of the month you got 27 more tries Hell yeah. Sure. I'm happy to see you. Uh, Dave, what's up? I saw Dave in the comments. Um, Grape said this is his birthday? Yeah, next week. I think Grape said his birthday is the night of Lucy's. I keep telling him he's got to come up and celebrate. It is. It's his birthday today. No, no. It's, it, I, I, I didn't it think it was, it was on the first. Wednesday. Yeah. When I, yeah. When, when I was announcing Lucy's on Sunday, I think Grape said that it was his birthday. Right. So I told him, come on up and celebrate. So uh, you asked, So how are you? Because you always ask us how we are. So, I mean. I'm always golden. You know me. 
I got, I got no reason to Living my life like this golden. I mean, just go ahead and just your voice because our chest, no, let out your feelings today. I'm usually pretty good. And if there's something that bothers me, you guys hear about it. You, <laughs> throughout, you know, throughout the show, it's coded into the entire podcast. How I love feels. bitching about things. You guys all know that. So if, if I have an issue, you, you'll definitely hear We're it. We're the most underpaid therapist of all time. Tim. I, it doesn't matter who it is. I, I just love complaining. Complaining is my favorite thing in the world. I love it. So. <laughs> I think um, your wife would attest to that. She's yes. 100%. Like, that's literally all I do. It's my favorite hobby. You think I love sports? I love complaining more than I like sports. And yeah, that's saying I've something. been a witness to many of complaints. I just find Some it. Some Karen-esque complaints, if I should say. If you've ever watched the show Curb Your Enthusiasm, I am literally Larry Davis. Yes, I Every little that. thing. If I see a person, like, open a door wrong, I'm like, the fuck? Like, I get mad about every little thing. I can't help it. It's just who I am. Uh, um, but it makes me who I am, and I'm happy about it. So. Uh, what's up, everybody? Thank you guys for watching. Um, Chip, we are back in the OG yeah, studio. We are in the OG studio. Appreciate you staying up this late, Chip. I know 745 <laughs> is a little late for you. So uh, I know you had to, obviously, you probably have this stream in as you're sitting there bashing the women of the WNBA because that's all I see you doing on on Facebook <laughs> today. They keep popping up in my timeline for some reason. Hey, like you have feelings to get off your chest. Yeah. He has feelings to get off his chest about that, too. It's the, okay. The guy with season tickets to wreck baseball is is complaining about the <laughs> WNBA not being a sport and saying nobody watches it. So, I mean, I, I honestly have watched more Crushers games than the WNBA games before. I'm sure you have, too. Uh, I've actually never watched the Crushers games. Oh. The WNBA has the... You've watched an actual WNBA? <laughs> I've watched a couple. Oh, okay. yeah, the playoffs and stuff. Oh. I like yeah, Di uh, Diana Taurasi and people like that. Right. Super. Okay. Some right. of the legends. I've been to a Rockers game, so I never had a chance to go. I wanted to though. I think it was a cool name that they had, that was a cool. Sh I, I wish it was around. I would I would do it. I would go to games. Speaking of things coming back, not to get off on a tangent here, did you hear that uh, uh, Arena Football's coming back? Yeah the uh, the commissioner literally posted, "We're back." In a quote, that's all it says. Yeah. So I'm curious if uh, Cleveland gets if it gets, yeah, gets their team back. The, gladiators. Uh, gladiators. That was fun. I I went to a bunch of games for those. That'd be something cool for Dave if he could get us some. Uh, that some would be media amazing. Passes for that, I want dibs. I want everyone to hear it yes, now. Yes, we call dibs. Talking about balls gets dibs for uh, Cleveland Gladiator Fucking games. Fucking yes. Um, but looks like we have a pretty big audience right now. We got a pretty good group. Um, you guys know the drill. <laughs> As I posted earlier on Facebook, Kyle is officially down by two games in the picks. And there's only one game left, the Super Bowl. We should put the um, coin toss on the board and the uh, give, I, give I, me a chance to make some victories back. I can maybe give you... Winner and correct score. Winner and correct score. Okay. Um, because I think coin flip. I mean, I mean, coin flip is a 50-50. You never know. So maybe I do coin flip, and then obviously, if you lose the coin flip right off the rip, you're fucked. There's yep. not no going back. I mean, exactly. So um, it's all downhill from there. So whatever. So yeah, maybe we do coin flip winner, and then we can make it. But I mean, the other thing too is I'm going to be picking a team. So that's true. That is also true. I could either go up ahead by more well we'll figure it out if we end up tying maybe we do a uh, dual dual punishment okay we could do we'll, that. Figure, but we'll figure but right now out. right but now i'm the one who gets punished so if it's a dual punishment because i'm a nice generous guy i'm going to be going very easy on myself so <laughs> if it's an individual uh punishment for just kyle then i want to read these comments let's i want everyone to chime in here and let us know we in the past kyle has done the cold bath the ice bath he has done yes the the hot sauce um that was the hot, hot sauce extract. It, wasn't it, it was like a, hot it's sauce. like a syrup, literally. Yeah. It was meant to be mixed into painful. food, it, not it, like it's it last flavor all night. It's not like she said. Frank's where you just dump it on. It was literally you're supposed to like mix a little. Well, bit I remember into your I chili. took like the the tip the the spoon and like hung over my mouth and like and it, it was like molasses like dripped in my mouth. Could you imagine how slow it went down my? Never mind. It, it looked say. like. <laughs> 
it looked like the devil's jizz because it was very very red and and you know what it made its way through my body that night we went to a wrestling event that night i was so fucking uncomfortable i went home and i blew up that toilet my asshole was sore for days uh chipper there is no way in fucking hell i will ever do the one chip challenge again I am a pussy when it comes to hot stuff. Frank's Red Hot is enough to make me sweat and ruin my night. So there's no way I'm doing a one chip challenge unless oh, he- that one chip is a sour cream and onion ruffle or sour cream and cheddar. <laughs> I'll does, do that. Does I'll- that even kind of push the limits a little no, bit? No, those are delicious. Okay. So I'd love to do that challenge if that's on the table. Do the one chip challenge with the, with the hot sauce on it? I'll dip, I'll dip it in uh, buffalo chicken dip. How's that? That's That's my hot dip. That's the best you're getting out of me. I don't um, know what would be hotter though, the one chip challenge or that extract shit I did. I don't know. I feel like I could handle the one chip challenge. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to look it up. Somebody out there, if you know, let me know the Scoville units, whatever they're called. Uh, what's Grape commenting on? Because I can't see his yeah, He doesn't pop up on our thing. Unless, oh, he might be on uh, Studio 2's I see. feed. I'm on Studio 1. So Grape, if you could join the Studio 1 link or whatever the fuck. I saw um, a couple of options. Because I'm not going to radio. The Red Line Radio 1. Oh, okay, yeah, Redline Radio, the normal page. I can't, I can't uh, read the screen. Start popping some of those comments, Tim. Starting with Chipper's little one chip challenge. Oh, yeah, I thing. we can do that. Yeah, if you want to pop those up, I can read them off. That good call. Loser does the one chip challenge. Yep. No chance. I saw Dave comment earlier and said Chipper's trying to back out of a challenge. We got to figure that. Kyle loses. Has to play the first golf tournament left-handed. That's a whole thing though, because then you'd have to get left-handed clubs unless you know somebody i would just break my clubs i think yeah you'd have to go backwards belly button piercing hey go fuck yourself woman with my same last name (laughs) we see we see carolina reaper pepper fuck that that's all carolina reaper I'm okay if you guys See, want to do I that. I feel like all that's a step down from what I had though. There I it is. Like, now I'm seeing grape stuff on my page. I feel like I could, I could get that though. A Carolina Reaper? Yeah, I, th- I feel like I can handle that. I mean, that's up to you. Those are pretty uh, hot. So Chipper, I'm thinking about being nice. I'm thinking about ex- expanding it, giving, making Carl, uh, Kyle do a parlay to. In the in the spirit of betting. In the spirit of gambling, I Kyle like has to do a parlay and get. He has to go two for two. Uh, on Super Bowl Sunday in order to to try to tie me because that's the best you can do is tie me if I make because we're going to make our picks at yeah. Lucy's next week. Um, oh, I forgot to mention that. Join us next Wednesday. Yes. From seven the to eight. eight. We're only doing one hour because I, I looked out in the crowd and, you know, you got people like Chipper that, you know, they don't want to stay up late. Um, going to nine o'clock is kind of late. It is. And I also feel like us up there talking, uh, albeit I could do it all day. I could talk for five hours if I wanted to. It doesn't matter. Um, but I sensed the people in the crowd were getting a little restless. They were getting kind of bored and I understand completely. They were sitting there for two hours listening to us talk while they're getting served frozen French fries. Yep. I understand <laughs> the people were not too happy. The crowd was not pleased. And there so. goes one less sponsor. <laughs> no, it's fine. They, they, they admitted their faults of that evening and they, right. they, they're remedying the situation. So, um, all seriousness though, we're, we're really looking forward to going to Lucy's again next week and I'm excited. We had a great time last time. So if you can, come on out. It is Grape's birthday. If he shows up, we're going to do a little celebration for him. That'll be a great time. Have yeah. a couple drinks. So um, run back to we got one chip challenge. We got the belly button piercing, left-handed golf. I don't know. None of these seem like Carolina Reaper. They don't make yeah, me Carolina nervous. Carolina Reaper. They don't so, make me nervous. Right all right, now. guys. You guys heard it here. Kyle is not, <laughs> not afraid of your challenges that you're throwing I mean, out there I've gotten, I've gotten ice bucket. I've gotten taste. I've gotten hot sauce. I've gotten... Short of everything, get my my nuts ran over by a fucking car, which I'm not doing. By the way, we're nipple piercing. That was that was. I think that was mentioned before a nipple piercing. Yeah, that would fucking hurt like a bitch. I think it would, but so many people do it. it I thought about getting it, like just something gonna be dope for the show. I couldn't go skydiving. That's okay. I do not like my nipples touched at all. Uh, I don't know why. I just don't like it. 
So I couldn't imagine like having a professional piercer. Justin, his wife's sex life is amazing, by the way. Don't oh, touch my nipples. I don't like my I don't like my ass cheeks touched, and I don't like my nipples touched. Those are off limits. She knows it. She knows the rules. So when those cheeks are clapping, it's not Justin's. Yeah, definitely not mine. Donkey Dude. kicks or booty scoots? Can you explain what a fucking booty scoot is? I'm thinking donkey kick is like you gotta get a donkey kick in the balls. Uh, booty scoots. That's a new one. I don't is that, know. What is that, that what happens is. like when your dog shits but doesn't clean its butthole completely? Yeah, we talked about that. When, when, we were, across the fucking... when we were on the grapevine, he was talking about why do dogs like drag their asses across the carpet. Is that what he means? We got to film Kyle dragging his bare ass against the carpet. Did I get down there to drag my ass? I'm not fucking going. I'm not getting up. So I mean, if anything, you got to do it after after a night of Mexican food and you got to do it at um, Studio Two. Yeah. In honor of the internet taking a shit, you got to wipe your shit on the carpet. I like that, actually. Um, I'll drag it across the carpet over there. Grape, fuck till you're stuck. Grape wants fuck the number, I think, for the. Uh, what's the? What's the? I don't know the number of the hotline here. I have no idea. I don't come here enough. One eight hundred Gamblers Anonymous. While while Tim finds that, I will let you know though that we are at Detroit Auto Parts Studio One, because the internet at Studio Two grew wings. Ironically, at the and growing flew wings. The fuck away. Adult <laughs> Services Studio. <laughs> And got the fuck out of town because we did not have internet today. But Detroit Auto Parts is the official sponsor of Redline or the official parts store of Redline Radio and home of our original studio. They have two convenient locations, east side. Call 216-531-7373 or west side, 216-398-7373. Mention Redline Radio and receive 10% off your purchase. I think Dave needs to take the internet and throw it in the trash. And then once it's in the trash, um, have the dumpster pick it up and then get that trash can cleaned by uh, Fitz Trash Bin Cleaning because... He needs to do something with that fucking thing over there. Uh, it's the official hotline sponsor when it's working over at Studio 2. Uh, trash bin cleaning and pressure washing. Fitz Trash Bin Cleaning is locally owned, eco-friendly trash bin cleaning service in Northwest Ohio. They service North Ridgeville and surrounding areas. You can reach Fitz Trash Bin Cleaning, LLC at 440-752-1533. Uh, give Brandon a call today. Get 10% off your first service if you mention Redline Radio. Now, they are not a paid affiliate of Redline Radio or of Talking About Balls, so I won't mention them by name, but the internet provider at Studio 2 Let's just say it rhymes with rectum. And if you know what comes out of a rectum, that would be shit. shit. Where does your shit go? It goes down the drain. In the toilet. If you ever have too much of that shit and your drain gets clogged, who are you going to call? Not the Ghostbusters, I'll tell you what. Because then Lee might show up at your house in a costume with a <laughs> with a vacuum strapped to his back and nobody wants that. So you call Smith's Drain Service, LLC. Smith's Drain Service is your local drain cleaning experts specializing in main sewer lines, bathtub and laundry lines, septic lines, kitchen lines, kitchen sink lines, I'm sorry, floor drains and downspouts and so, so much more. Family owned and operated. You can call Smith's Train Service today, 440-242-8704. I don't know. I've had to exercise some demons in the toilet before, so Ghostbusters might not be a far stretch when you have to, after done going to the bathroom. Um, but no, honestly, if, uh, if you have any issues, a Studio 2 um, does, it's a beautiful studio. It was designed and built by Wiggins Construction and Home Improvement. Uh, if you have any kind of remodels, anything you need done at your house, doors, siding, windows, kitchens, anything you need updated, uh, give them a call. Will. 440-731-7654. Uh, tell Will that Team Redline Radio sent you. As mentioned earlier, we are going to be live at Lucy's Shenanigans Pub next Wednesday. They changed their menu. They changed their name. They changed it all. The one thing that didn't change, having a good time. You can always have a great time at Lucy's. Go check them out at 2218 Broadview Road, Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, Michelle and the staff at Lucy's are always committed to giving their guests the best experience. Join them every Friday night for karaoke. And, of course, all your hometown sports games. Contact them today, 216-675-0013. So this, so I'm, I'm thinking the challenge is going to be the punch is going to be hot, right? I mean, that's what we're going to have to go with. I'm not adderating anymore. I was just, I was no. I think I'm thinking going the, back to the topic. The punishments here. you're going to have to sit in on every Steel City Renegades episode next year. That's that the punishment. would be the fucking punishment of the century, that's right like, there. That's the worst. I'd rather get a tattoo on my face than 
been told the one ship challenge is hotter than Carolina Reaper. Come on, Kyle. You know, if I can do it, you can do it. We do have a caller here on the, on the Gray Room Machine Tool hotline. Let's go to them. They might have just hung up, but uh, yep, they did. Never mind. All right. Well, I think I know who it might they have been. And I pay think, their cell phone bill. I think they have a show on Friday nights here from this lovely Studio One, and it might be the one and only Grapevine from 6 to 8. You can check them out at Redline Radio Studio One. Also on Friday nights, you've got Money's Crazy Mind from 8 to 10. And then Saturday mornings, you've got uh, Unscripted with Dave and Adam from 10 to noon or Dave and whoever decides to show up because Adam's been a little flaky lately. It looks like he called me out on the first episode. He wanted to be uh, he wanted to take the belts from us and the guy can't even get out of bed. So I don't know what to tell you there, Adam. (laughs) You got to show up if you want to beat the champs. You want to be the best. You got to beat the best. Remember that. Uh, 4th and 15 coming back soon with Mel and Smooth from 2 to 4. Saturday nights, you've got comedy and cocktails with Jen Jen from 8.30 to 9.30 and TMI. Too much information from 10 to midnight. Uh, Sundays, you've got Medium Ratchet 6 to 7. I did see Dave made a post. There's going to be a new show starting on Sundays, but I, it's not up there yet. I don't remember the name of it, so we'll talk about that when we get to it. Not happening? No, I just don't know her name. Oh, okay, yeah, no, nor do I. Uh, Steel City running uh, running, gate, running late um, from 10 to noon whenever they decide to show up. I mean, they're, you know, they make their own schedule. They, they Therapy. Do they I mean, they're, I don't know. they're on a, a long vacation right now. Yeah, more power to them. Uh, you know, it's getting kind of hard on all those old guys to get back <laughs> into the studio. It's it's rough. It's a rough life for them. Uh, just Therapy Monday nights with Sean Boyd from 7 to, no, 7 to 9. Tim Buck Tuesday, our very own Tim Buck, too. He had a killer show yesterday. It was the pre- uh, Black History Month special. I, uh, yes. I I turned it on for a couple minutes because I was in the movie theater when it was on. So I had it on quietly trying to listen. I didn't want to be that guy that's like listening to shit. But um, I was there. I was there in spirit. Uh, Gary Wenner always spinning the tunes from 6 to 10 and Broad Street South coming back soon. Hopefully now with Tom Brady retiring, uh, Angel's got a lot to talk about. Yeah, probably made rumor has it he lives next door to the guy. So it's, he must have a lot of dirt to talk about. Uh, Wednesdays, you've got Today, Cleveland's Finest, they debuted. Uh, Four to check six. it out. Four to six. Good show. Good group of people. Um, again, they had to deal with the technical difficulties at Studio Two also. Uh, so hopefully next week that's all uh, fixed and then they can do a normal show and everything goes smoothly because I wanted to interact with them. But it was hard because I couldn't really hear it. Yeah. You know, technical issues. So send all your complaints to Dave at Redline.com. Uh, email him all of your issues. Let him have it. And then you've got to talk about balls from seven to nine. Uh, to round out Wednesday. She Vibes is on a break, so we wish them the best. Uh, no need to do an ad read for them anymore. Nope. Just wanted to give them a quick little plug. Absolutely. And then on Thursdays, you've got uh, that that guy, Dub, from 3 to 4, I believe, is his time frame, correct? Yep. You never know where, where he's going to be. He's like Carmen Sandiego. Where in the world is Dub is what he should name that show because he's always out and about. Um, you got Lex Vegas 7 to 8. Then you got Club Pizzle from 9 to 10. Rounding out for the culture. Um I think, if I'm not mistaken, I'll be on with Dave, um, I think. Super Bowl morning, right? Yeah, I forgot all who's going to be there. I think uh, Don, of, Don P, A lot of Dave, man meat. A lot of maybe man meat. Chipper. Yeah, it looks like a lot of dudes are going to be there. I really don't remember who it all is going to be, but uh, check us out the morning of the Super Bowl. We're going to do a little roundtable here from Studio One, so check it all out. I will be there in spirit. I will be there in spirit with you. I Absolutely. most likely will be there. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you know what I mean. <laughs> um, anyway, let's get right to it. Uh, so I think Grape was trying to call, but it is what it is. And unless my computer is glitching right now, the Boston Celtics are currently up 35 to 7 in the first quarter with about four minutes to go. Yeah, that's why I'm like, hang on, is my is is the Internet fucked up here, too? No, nope. this can't be right. You are correct. Holy sir. hell, that is an assing they are getting. But hey, fuck Brooklyn and fuck Kyrie. I don't care. Of all the teams to get it, I'm happy it's them. All right, well, we'll get back into the show here if uh, Grape wants to call back. Um, 
don't know if you want to dial down the center, 1-800-COLLECT, Red Line Radio, give us a call. We'll pick it up, buddy. I'll, I'll pick up the charges if, if we have to. <laughs> that number is uh, 216-259-2062, and that is the Gerber Machine and Tool Hotline. Yes. I'm waiting for, him to, for Grave to be like, hang on, I'm calling in, and then we pick it up on the air, and it's like, there's calls from the county coll- uh, correctional, and you're like, oh, shit, he's getting bailed Do out. Do you accept these charges? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like, oh, no, you're getting a call from inmate number. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's get right into it, though. We had some sports that happened over the weekend. Um, actually, you know, for a week, it's for the actually we talked Sunday. It's now Wednesday. A lot's happened in three days. It really has. Um, it's kind of funny when I was putting this episode together last night, I was telling the guys before we started, I was like, what the hell am I going to talk about for two hours? Like, what, right. what? nothing happened. I have two. We have two games to break down. No other really big news that happened. A couple trades in the NFL, you know, one a coach, uh, uh, some some signings, some firings, yeah. nothing nothing major. And then a bombshell today, which we'll get to in a little bit about yeah. uh, what what some might say is the goat of of football quarterbacking. I've got some uh, counter arguments to that statement. Oh, I've sure. got I've got some hot takes, as you know, <laughs> where I stand with that man. But we'll get to that all eventually. But for right now, we are going to talk about the games that happened on Sunday. Uh, first one sucked. An assing. Um, I mean, it's it sucked what happened. Yeah, I think as it, to why it, it wasn't had, assing, it had the potential to be a really good game, and then of course Brock Purdy gets that injury, and he's out. Josh Johnson comes in, and he gets a concussion, and then they do not have another quarterback on the roster. Did and- that team, did that quarterback room, like sacrifice somebody at the beginning of the year because? Uh, yeah, they, they had to sacrifice, they had to do a satanic ritual to get Christian McCaffrey on that roster. So my God, I mean, yeah, it what, cost them four quarterbacks. They were down to their fourth string quarterback. Yeah. And then their emergency quarterback was Christian McCaffrey. I was really looking forward to see him open it up a little bit out there, but, uh, never got around to it. I mean, it would have gotten ugly yeah. if they had Christian McCaffrey <laughs> legitimately playing quarterback. What they should have done though, is like, I mean, it's almost like Kyle Shanahan didn't even get that creative. Like put him in a, I mean, I watched Ronnie Brown and I think it was Cadillac Williams. No, no, not Cadillac Williams. It was just Ronnie Brown. I forgot who their other running back was when they invented the wildcat essentially against the New England Patriots. The Miami Dolphins did like, you know, 15 years ago or whatever. They, they were winning games with that. Mm -hmm. I understand the wildcat is now a commodity that defenses know how to stop it. But watching Christian McCaffrey with that offensive line, with that talent around right. him, run some sort of a wildcat, whether it's fake reverses, it's just him gunning it up the middle. Maybe he does throw it if they're, you know, if something's right. wide open. Right. Um, I feel like there was some creative things to try when your season's on the line. That's how I look at it too. I feel like I get to the part of the point where he's looking at the the game where he's looking at his uh his um playbook going i have nothing left we're not even on this chapter because he's out of quarterbacks so. yeah i mean i know it's going to sound hypocritical of me because i was very harsh on the cowboys for the way that their game ended against the yeah. niners a couple weeks ago um but that was they were that was a one score game that last play albeit a fucking miracle needed to happen they still could have I, I don't remember the exact final score they could have either won or tied or whatever the case may be with a last minute touchdown right this game was a multiple score game so for me, I look at it and I go, get creative. You're San Francisco. This is it. Like it's it's the the thing from uh the water boy where they just keep saying, like, you know, you have nothing to lose at right, the end. And right. the, the announcers are getting annoyed with right. each other because they keep saying the same thing. Uh, but lay it all on the line. What do you have to lose? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I the, the game was out of hand. It, I mean, I, there were some penalties that went the Eagles' way too that helped sure. them out a little bit in certain situations. Um, but for the most part, the game was boring after the first quarter. I mean, I yeah. honestly, I watched it just to kind of watch it and see. Maybe I mean, I think it was the second drive overall. Brock Purdy got that injury. Yeah, and then I think what Josh got the concussion in the second quarter, right? Yeah, well, he wasn't out there long. He was yeah. out there for like two drives. And even when he was not like oh, he injured, like he looked like shit. Yeah, no, he looked terrible. They weren't moving the ball at all. No, nothing, nothing whatsoever. It was unfortunate. And then, though. yeah, Brock Purdy couldn't even throw it. So they put him out there and he literally couldn't even lift his arm to complete a pass. So right. they had to just essentially run the ball, which you make the team one dimensional, which is why I'm wondering why Shanahan didn't just say, fuck it, let's go to a um, wild wildcats type of situation yeah so i mean when you have nothing to lose go for it so is is are the eagles just that damn good or do you think that was just a product of what of whatever happened with san francisco that game um i mean i don't want to toot my own horn but toot toot i yeah, will i know i uh i've been saying at this entire playoffs that brock purdy was going to come back to reality and i think he did against dallas i think dallas did a really good job of shutting them down and, and figuring out how to stop that team if dak prescott was halfway a decent quarterback i think they should have won that game Mm -hmm. um so i think the eagles just overall are a really good team not taking anything away from them right so you have a really really good team against a mr irrelevant seventh round quarterback they're just that's the battle i I, give me the the better team they're going to win that every time you see like not even like one day after like trey lance like instantly like tweeted i'll be ready by you know um uh, camp football Which, camp. I, mean, I don't even know if the Niners are excited for him to be ready because he sucks. So like, you know, Jimmy G's not coming back. He's gone, right? Yeah. So, Shanahan basically. Uh, I didn't read the article, but there was a head, headline on ESPN yeah, today. Said not coming back. Yeah. Shanahan said a, a like a split is extremely likely, right? With, which makes sense. Jimmy so you G tr- shouldn't have gone back last you year. You have Lands and Purdy. Do you go and try to get another quarterback to come in? Do you just have them two fight it out and you just you can go with whoever starts? Um, I mean, I know it's kind of too early to talk about what they could be doing, but I mean, those are questions I'm sure at the forefront of their mind right now. I mean, it depends. It's easy. It's easy. It's easy for us to say as outsiders, but I look at it from a business standpoint. You do whatever, whatever's best for your team. Right. So yes, you traded a bunch of draft picks. You moved up to take Trey Lance two years ago. Trey Lance has looked like shit when he's played. He's can't, he can't stay healthy when he's out there. He's not very good. Brock Purdy came in, lit the world on fire. Albeit didn't look great the last couple of weeks. Obviously, this injury is is, is alarming because I, from what I've read, it's quite a significant. Um, it, I mean, recovery it, it time. didn't look good. I yeah, mean, they said it's going to require surgery. It's a throwing thing, which is like if if watch any pitcher in baseball that has to get like a Tommy John or a shoulder reconstruction or something like that, you you lose some of that zip. It, right. it really fucks with you. And he's twenty one years old or something like that. I mean, I was impressed he came back in and, and ran a couple of plays because they yeah. they had to use him. Uh, I mean, to it, run like a couple like screen plays, like they were like five yard passes, even those passes. Yeah. You could see that he had no like no For me, nothing behind it. It's a shame because I, a, I feel bad. I don't like to see people get hurt on teams that like I don't like the Niners. I hate Kyle Shanahan because he used to be in Cleveland and he wanted out. I get it. I understand his reasons, but he can still go fuck himself for wanting out of here. I don't Johnny Manziel here. Come on. He wasn't I excited. I don't care that we had Johnny Manziel and that he hated his life. But the fact that he wanted out so bad just makes me go full fuck did, you. Then. Didn't he write the what, did he write a letter? Or something? He did a PowerPoint presentation PowerPoint on why he wanted out of his contract. Yes. Yeah. Very famous PowerPoint on why he should be fired by the Browns. Did we ever get a copy of that PowerPoint? No, but I need it. <laughs> um, I also I don't know if you guys saw this. I didn't I didn't jot this down. I, I it just came to my mind. Um, you guys happen to see. I don't know if you, were, you guys are familiar. George Kokinas, remember when he was here? He was the GM under Eric Mangini. No, I, I mean, the name sounds familiar, but I don't remember the whatever. Okay, so George Kokinas was the general manager when we name, hired, way, but it's um, when we hired Eric Mangini. Right. From all the stories that came out, basically said Mangini was hired and told them, I want full control. And they said, all right, well, you still have to hire a GM just to have somebody in, the, in there 
in the office. So he hired George Kokinas. The rumor is Mangini was so hell-bent on, fuck that guy, I don't want a GM. Didn't even invite him to meetings, didn't let him do anything. So George Kokinas' day-to-day job, he would just come in and they said uh, a, a crazy amount of porn on his computer. Uh, at one point, he got so so bad he was drinking at work because he just had nothing to do. He'd just sit in an office all day, bored as fuck. He started coming in in sweatpants. And the last straw, from what I heard, this is the rumor, he was caught fucking a secretary in his office, full George Costanza style, and it led to him getting fired and escorted out by police mid-season or security. I'm sorry. How, so that's well, how the is this story. story? Is this just coming out? Or yeah, so there has been it's been of, joked about of, on a radio. Lot of NDAs got uh, expired finally. Or no, what? so the story leaked many moons ago, kind of, but only in media, and the media people have kept it lock and key. So it's a running joke with with Tony Rizzo. It's a running joke even with like Anthony Lima and, jo- and uh, Ken Carmen. Right. The George Kokina story has always been folklore in Cleveland for like, I, I don't know how to word it, just like for for weird fans that like want to know about that kind of shit. Sure. I've always wanted to know the full story. I've Googled it before. I couldn't find anything. Um, and and ex ESPN radio personality Will Burge, if you remember yeah, yeah. him. I do. I do. Yeah. Um, he is the one who leaked the story this past week on his podcast. Uh, and again, he's prefaced it by saying allegedly all this stuff sure, is what you he protect, heard. You got to protect yourself. Because he heard it all secondhand. So you just say alleged, this all allegedly happened. So uh, the story is, yeah, that George Kokinas was hired just to be the GM. Didn't really have to do anything. It's a Ponzi, huh? Yeah. Kinda just sat and there and did nothing. Mangini was like, you're not doing shit. I don't want you to do anything. So you're, I'm not even inviting you to the meetings. You're not even going to come in and sit in with us while we this discuss This explains talent. so much about his, his coach term here. Yes. Yeah. So crazy. he did all that. And then Kokinas just was like, well, fuck, what the hell am I going to do all day? So he just got bored and literally went full George Costanza. He came into work in sweatpants. He's fucking the secretary. He's jacking off, which I'm sure if Seinfeld, oh. if Seinfeld could have stretch the limits a little bit more than being on NBC in the right. 90s. They probably would have had episodes where George is jacking off to work and doing stuff like that. Yeah. Everywhere. God uh, I mean, they did make the episode the contest, so they kind of already covered that. True. So George Kokinas is the real-life George Costanza, and I find that to be amazing. Because is, is this guy, was he young, old? I mean... Middle-aged. Google him really quick if you get a chance. See what he looks like. Middle-aged, uh, not-in-shape kind of guy. Like He's just your average-looking dude. Like Nothing special at all. Um but yeah, the George Kokinas thing has always been a crazy uh, story here in Cleveland. And I don't even know. I don't remember how I even got on the topic of, of George Kokinas. Do you remember how I got there? I just started rolling talk, sometimes. You just talk about the guy having sex with the guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Not with the guy. But... <laughs> yes, that's George Kokinas. He's now a soccer GM. Is he? I didn't yeah. even know that. I, I stopped paying attention to him. But yeah, that's the rumor. Um, and wait, who was I talking about having sex with? With who? The uh, secretary. The GM. He said he was begging the secretary. Right, right. Well, which one? I don't know. Coquinas or a different You said Coquinas was. Yeah, yeah. But how did I start talking about Coquinas? I don't remember what you I was said talking about. You said, oh, oh. Like, what, what got me into Coquinas? I don't even remember. That's how my brain oh, works. Oh, Shanahan. And we, were, we were okay. We were at Shanahan, then Mangini, then, then you got to, oh, yo, Johnny oh, Manziel. About, yeah, uh, that's right. Leaking the PowerPoint. That's what it was. Good call. Fuck, my own brain just. Holy Christ. I we, forget everything. We're clearly fucking old. We shouldn't be on this show. This is my day to day life. I, that's how my memory works. My brain just starts going you, a thousand when you, when miles you have to and then I'm gone. the map of your memory that's out loud. It's not great. At least my, you know we were listening to you. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's why I'm glad. I didn't want to be like, what was I talking about? You guys would be like, I don't know. Like, I would be like, oh, fuck. I can't even keep them entertained. It's <laughs> like, what? Say that one more time. I was. 
too busy watching my show over here. No, no my my brain literally goes like a million miles an hour. Where like if I think of something, I'm like a like an animal. Like if an animal sees something and they're like, oh, where is it? That's squirrel. That's literally me. I'm like I'm off coquina story, and I don't remember how to get back. Um, so thank you guys for drawing me back in there. I needed that because I got fucking lost. That's what friends are for. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, I don't think we'll ever get the PowerPoint story or like, yeah, I know he did a PowerPoint. I don't know if we'll ever get I just want to know if it was like, was was it lengthy with details and maps or was it? I heard it was very, very detailed and it it was basically his way of showing them like, I'm not being utilized properly here. I am better suited to go elsewhere. This is not going to work for me. Here's why. I would have been better if it was just like one slide. Yeah, I quit. Yeah, no, he he wanted to. They, I think they would have let him out without the PowerPoint. He probably went in there and was like, guys, I, I need to go. This isn't going to work. And they were probably like, yeah, okay, we get it. And he's like, but let me really just double down and show you why I want the fuck out Please of here. Please take a seat. We'll be here for the next hour. Take notes. I ask questions at the end. So, yeah, it uh, it was interesting to that that story with Shanahan. But him wanting out of Cleveland makes me just go, all right, you're turning your back on Cleveland. Go fuck yourself. That's how I take it. So I take is, it personally. Is the 49ers a destination for some veteran quarterbacks that are going to be coming potentially available or will be available? Because they literally were just a quarterback away from the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. They're going to open up a little bit of cap space with Jimmy Garoppolo coming off the books. He was making 20-something million dollars now uh, a year. You have Trey Lance still on his rookie contract. Now in year, uh, excuse me, there it is, in year three on a five-year rookie deal. Well, four with a fifth-year option if they pick it up, which right now he hasn't earned. Um, you've got Brock Purdy coming back, still on a rookie contract. Uh, the one thing, though, is how, how, how much – do they really believe in Brock Purdy? Because that is a situation where if he can come back healthy, do they just say, fuck it, we're going to roll with Lance and Purdy. You guys battle it out in training camp. May the best man win. And the best man looks like it would probably be Brock Purdy. Um, But if you're the Niners, do you trust that? With this, the NFL windows close so fast. Do you trust your Super Bowl window with Brock Purdy? Do you think that Derek Carr is better than either one of them? Yes. Yeah. So, Especially in that offense. Oh my okay. God. So he's going to be available. Yeah. Um, do you potentially throw something at green Bay and see if you can get Aaron Rodgers? Possibly. I, I mean, he's not going to be cheap from what I'm hearing. Sure, You're going to sure. have to give up a lot of draft picks. It's definitely something they should kick the tires on at least. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know it's, we'll get to in a little bit about the guy who retired today or announced his retirement. It's like, I say. It's, it's like Voldemort. We can't yeah, say I don't want to, I don't want to get that. He's who shall not be named because again, I have to do that because the way I just explained my brain, if I say his name, I'll just start talking about that. And then I'm going to skip like five segments and I can't Literally have that. A squirrel. I'm trying to stay on topic. Squirrel! I'm trying to stay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he, he could be potentially suited uh, a suitor for them because He's from that area. He grew up a Niners fan. So how great of a fairy tale ending would it be if he goes home, wins a Super Bowl for his hometown team? Right. Would be amazing. Um, so, yeah, I think they will be looking at, at quarterbacks. And I do think that that's a hot destination. I think if I'm if I'm a quarterback that knows I'm, I'm moving somewhere else, if it's via trade or if it's via free agency, the Niners would probably be my first call. That right. or maybe the, the Giants because uh, the rumors I saw today were – the Giants have been negotiating with Saquon Barkley to come back, and they have not spoken with Daniel Jones. Oof. So they will be in the quarterback market, and that's a playoff team. So you have mm-hmm. a team that literally just went to the playoffs, won a playoff game, and they're looking for a new quarterback. And then, so and then Aaron, Aaron Rodgers at a golf tournament on the uh, Pat McAfee show, and he's like, I hear a lot of rumors of my name being talked about, but no conversation to me yet. So <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, he did say, though, this is what he does. He, I think he did it a little bit last year when, when Nathaniel Hackett uh, – was hired by the Broncos to be the head coach. Everyone and their brother was like, okay, Aaron Rodgers is going to Denver. Then he's going to follow Hackett. And he didn't. They obviously got um, Russell Wilson. 
now Nathaniel Hackett just got hired as the offensive coordinator for the Jets. So everyone and their brother is saying, okay, to Jets. Rogers to the Jets. That's a done deal. But again, you got to trade for him. Yeah. Are the Jets willing to give up whatever they're going to ask for? Because it's not going to be cheap. I don't think I, if I'm, if I'm the Packers, I'm not taking anything less than at least two first round picks for him. Man, could you imagine a Rogers to a Wilson connection? Oof. The, I don't even care about that. I'm more excited to see Aaron Rodgers in the New York media because they eat people alive. That relaxed shit that he did with Green Bay, if you come out 0-2 and, and you're having a bad year where he's talking the media down and like talking about doing fucking hallucinogenics and shit like that, I don't think that's going to go very well with the New York media. They're right. not going to take that shit. You're going to be on the front page of the New York Post getting fucking mercilessly ridiculed. You're going to be getting destroyed from What's up, Jared? the media. What's up, Jared? Um, MGA chapter presidente yeah el presidente as they call him on the streets um but yeah i mean i don't know how i'm very curious to see rogers because right now he's at a point where i still love him i love aaron sure. Rodgers. he's he, also the last like era quarterback you're waiting to just kick the bucket and yeah. not die but and, like retire and that was a post today I'm being that very were, morbid today by the way that was a post that people were making literally they were saying aaron Rodgers is gonna have to wait a year now to retire because right. of who retired today they're like he can't go in the same hall of fame class with him it would be hilarious, though, if he did retire like two days later. Aaron Rodgers is way too cocky. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is like, because that's the other thing. J.J. Watt is going into the Hall of Fame, I'm sure. So there's two people guaranteed to go to the Hall of Fame that retired this year together. Right. Aaron Rodgers is like, I want my own time. So he's going to wait till next year, I think. I wonder um, uh, I wonder uh, who headlines that uh, Hall of Fame speech class. Is it going to be Brady or J.J. Watt? <laughs> you really wonder who's going to do it. <laughs> Who do you want to be the the person that goes last? Who do I want or who do I think? Those are two different things, but uh, they they have very different answers also. Um, yeah, no, it's just going to be an interesting class, and we'll get to J.J. Watt later too. I have a little take on him I want to get to. Um, but, yeah, the Niners are definitely a spot to go. I just feel like they, they, they should have left it all on the field. I know that's a cliche uh, saying, but they really should have. They missed an opportunity to just go for it. I mean – at this point, you were down, what, like 30-something to seven at the, right. at the end of the game? Like, you had no chance. You're down by three scores, four scores, four scores and seven years ago. Just go for it, <laughs> little Abe Lincoln. Are reference. we going to go on a history tangent now? It's Black She's... History Month. I had to bring up Abe Lincoln, man. He freed everybody. Hey, That's our boy here on the show. We love Abe Lincoln. Did you say your name was Abe Lincoln? I said it's Abe Lincoln, motherfucker. I love that movie, Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Oh, no, I was talking about oh, the, I know, uh, I'm just saying. I love oh, the movie. That's a good movie, too, but Robin Hood, Men and Tyson, I was, I was I've quoting, never so. seen it, actually. Shut the fuck up. Are you serious? It, swear to God. Watch it. It's a Mel Brooks movie. How do you not like watching Mel Brooks movies? I think I find Mel Brooks movies to be a little overrated. Okie dokie. Blazing Saddles, it's just like, It's oh, a classic ooh, movie. White people saying the N-word, how edgy. Like, I don't know. It doesn't do it for me. Back, back then it <laughs> was. I get it, back then. I wasn't alive <laughs> like you back then, though, when that was new. <laughs> Uh, he's making a history of the world part two. I can't wait to watch I saw that. I mean, luckily he's like 99 years old. So it's mostly done by other people. Um, I'm sure, but <laughs> I'll watch the movie eventually. I've always heard about Robin Hood's men in tights, but I just never, I don't, you, you guys know me. I don't like old movies. I don't like to go back and watch it. Cause it doesn't add. Th- it, thanks Jared. Yes, it is a fucking fantastic movie. I've, I've only met Jared, I think a couple times and he looked old as shit too. So that makes sense. That he loves it. <laughs> it makes sense. That he think, likes these old movies. I think he's movies. younger than you. Is he? Yeah. Well, he aged like guacamole. So <laughs> I, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I'll watch the movie eventually. I just, like I said, I don't, I try to keep up with new movies. I don't really go back and watch old ones that often, but I'll add it to my list, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm Isn't sure that what I'm, Andre the Giant I, says something I'm, about a peanut. 
Anybody want a peanut? Is that the same movie? No, he's not in that movie. What movie is that from? Are you talking about the uh, Princess Bride? Is that? I don't know. You tell me. I've yeah, never I, seen yeah, either. Andre the Giants and Princess Bride. Oh, yeah. Right. I thought he was. I don't know. I thought they were the same movie. I don't know. <laughs> what hair are you talking about? Who me? Me? I have hair. It's I have. Not I, mean, I have hair. It's not. I mean, yeah, it's I there. Have, I have some. <laughs> I have hair. It's... Mommy, what the fuck are you? I think Jared's <laughs> high as shit right now. Mauiage. Mauiage. I don't know what that. I don't know that language. A marriage? Are you saying with like a Boston accent? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, this said the guy said I'm quack Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some hair. It's there. I still have the face of like a twenty-something-year-old. <laughs> kind of. Oh, kind Princess of. Bride. I've never seen that either. Yeah. You got to watch that too. I guess I'll add it to my list. I got a fucking mile. You got a long list of movies you have never seen. You need to, and you'll you'll like. Well, I listened to all you guys, and I watched Top Gun, and that movie sucked ass, and I hated every (laughs) second of it. Top Gun was a classic movie. That movie was so bad. Our taste in movies differs. I couldn't greatly. I couldn't stop looking at how bad Tom Cruise looked back then. He was a pervert. Oh, back then? Yeah. I was like, I think he looks. He didn't have, now. He had none of his like procedures and didn't have like the fake teeth and everything back then. He just he looked weird as fucking. Scientology's movie. done that man wonders. Yeah. All the souls he's taken. Yeah, there's something off with that. He's he's got the Tom Brady surgery. Um, we're burning time here, sir. Sorry, we got plenty of it. We got 40 <laughs> minutes still. We're going to nine, and we can go as long as we want. We own this shit. That's true. <laughs> Dave owes us. We could. I just don't want to make Tim be here too long, but we can we can do it. Tim's if we got a Tim. appreciate you, sir. With his bed tonight. I, I like going home and being in bed too. So I'm with Tim. I don't, I, we'll, we'll get the fuck out of here on time. Fuck, we'll end early if I want it. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, I just look at it as the Niners pissed away an opportunity to, to be a little more aggressive. If you're losing 30, whatever, to 31 to seven, I think was the score, whatever the yeah. fuck, you're losing 30 something to seven. Keep going for it. If you throw a couple interceptions because it's Christian McCaffrey throwing the ball. If you fumble because you try a couple crazy reverses, at least you tried. Yeah, I think that after the uh, Johnson injury, I think you just saw the entire emotional yeah. like collective just get sucked and out it, of that and team. And it sucks because it, it's one of those situations where you don't want to see a season end like that. You don't want to see an injury. Right. Like, I hate the Bengals. Don't get me wrong. But if Joe Burrow got hurt on the first drive and that game was over before it started hey, because of that, I'd be like, The well, team's robbed of a chance. I mean, it, It's more so I'm pissed about the other teams. It's like this could have been such a better game if they yeah. had more competition. Yeah. And same thing with the Eagles Niners. You look at the game on paper going into it and you're going number one defense in football, the Niners, one, one of offense. the best number one offense and one of the best defenses too on, on both sides, both have great offenses and great defenses. And then Purdy goes down, Josh Johnson comes in, the offense is just done. Yep. It is completely stagnant. And then there was nothing. I mean, the defense that's, that's on them. They, there's really no excuses. Nick Bosa was banged up, yeah. but again, he was coming in and out of the game, so he wasn't completely out of it like like uh, Brock Purdy. So injuries are part of the game. I can't use that as an excuse and say like, oh, well, you know, I feel bad for the Niners because everybody has injuries, so it is what it is. But right. I'm more so just wishing it was a better game, I think. Yeah, like I said, I watched the first quarter. Then after that, I just kind of checked in and see what was going on. I wasn't, too int- I wasn't too pulled into the game at that point. Yeah, like I had people. You saw the writing on the wall. Like, I, you know, people ask like, when, when we did our picks on Sunday morning yeah. before the game, I was even like, I don't know who to pick here. Like, it's it's tight. It's a 50-50 yeah, I mean, kind of that game. That would have been a great game had everyone stayed healthy. Yeah. I think that would have been a back and forth. It looked like it could have been. I think Purdy yeah. made a couple decent throws on his first drive, or maybe it was the second drive, whichever. He hit George Kittle for a decent pass. So I was like, okay, maybe and the they de- could. And the defense slowed the Eagles down the first yeah. or second drive. I know they scored the second or first. Oh, I forget which one. I think it was the first. Was Miles Sanders was the first touchdown scorer. And then the second and third, they slowed him down. Yeah. And, and they got re- So, I mean, it, it was setting up to be it, a good game. It could have been a nice back and forth yeah. game, but um, I don't know. Oh, we got Eagles by 10 in the Super Bowl for Jared. 
That's a that's hefty. That's a big spread there. I don't know if I'm believing that. We'll mm. see. I, I might go Chiefs. We'll find out next week when we're at Lucy's. We're going to make our picks then. Yes, come out and join us at Lucy's again. Get some drinks. Seven to eight Do Lucy's shots. on Broadview Road. Join us next Wednesday. Drink a beer or two. For the Talking About Balls Lucy shenanigans special. We'll be there live. Possibly our 100th episode. I guess we'll find out one day. I have to go home and check because I don't know. Could, yeah, I, I'm going to go with it anyways. We're just going to celebrate it. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. We'll just call it the Fuck 100th. Fuck it. 100th episode at Lucy's next week. I'll I'll record a, look, like a 30-second clip <laughs> like of me a, just like saying how nothing. To, like... And I'll just post it and be like, there it is. 99th episode just to get us in there. Hell yeah, Jay. Bring the whole MGA crew. 100th episode. Come out and have some drinks. <laughs> yeah, the more people, the merrier. Let's fill the place up again. Let's pack it. Uh, they updated their menu. They're they're ready to serve us this time. They they are going to be prepared with the staff, and they're going to be no nice slow service. All the all the beer drinks, Can't celebrations, that, naked but... dancing, pole dancing, and I believe they have karaoke. Jared, yeah, I think that's the other thing too. Is we're going to wrap up from seven to eight. What I think we'll do is we'll do the show seven to eight, eight to like eight thirty ish, maybe eight fifteen, give or take. We'll um maybe do bullshit with the crowd, trivia, trivia whatever hang questions, out hang out. And then we will clean everything up and get it ready, ready for karaoke, karaoke at like yeah. nine-ish because they like to do that at nine o'clock at Lucy's. So there you go. we'll be there. Now we move to the AFC, the Bengals and the Chiefs. What arguably, a game that was. Well, not arguably, I guess. The game of the weekend. That was the best one. Um, a lot of, if Conspiracy Carl was able to make it here on short notice, <laughs> I feel like he'd have some things to say God. because there were some questionable calls that people didn't agree with, but I didn't find an issue with any of them, if I'm being honest, because I think everything was backed up with with science and data and 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 properly handled. Jared, I'll do that after um, the show. Absolutely. He wants me to send him the tab or go to make a post. So I'll do that. Okay, after the cool. Show. Thank you. Um yeah, 7 p.m. next week, Jared. We're gonna do seven to eight at Lucy's. But uh yeah, I mean, after that game, there was some questionable calls. We 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 all saw that and we're not, you know. Yeah, so we'll do a quick let's recap the game and then we'll yeah. go over those questionable calls. So obviously. Uh, the Chiefs win, yep. last second field goal, very good game back and forth. Um, Chiefs actually got up to like a 10-point lead or whatever, two-score lead early. Uh, the Bengals claw- clawed their way back. And Oh, I like that. A little pun thrown in there. You like that? Mm-hmm. I was thinking of when, when I was getting ready to went, say it. I was waiting for the, the voice for the, the Bengal in the corner. I was there. about to say crawled their way back, and I'm like, no, clawed sounds way better because yeah. they're Bengals. Good playing words. So, yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> that's a dying cat, by the way. <laughs> Which I'm okay with. They, 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 they did they, die. They yeah, on Sunday. True. So that's true. It's a, somebody had to be put down, and that that's was the bangle. Um, but yeah, it was a good game back and forth. Um, the the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes did not look 100%, but it still was out there making plays. No, but they built that offense um, around him being not as mobile. Yeah, it's and worked they, everything worked. It was quick quick plays, get the ball out of his hands. He looked very uncomfortable at times. Uh, there was a huge fumble because he just couldn't move properly. Yeah. Uh, he If he'd move in a certain direction and try to throw, he would noticeably come up limping. So um, that was tough to watch. I'm, I'm, I'm happy they pulled it out personally sure. because I hate the oh, Bengals. And also it was your pick, but yeah. And yeah, I mean, I picked the Chiefs because I, I just can't pick the Bengals. I hate them. I hate the the whole Ohio. I just want to see a championship in Ohio thing. You fucking idiots. I hate oh, God. Ugh. <laughs> Speaking of me hating everything and being angry. <laughs> here's, just, here, here's that squirrel moment again. He's going on guys, a tangent. He's no, no, no. Tangent. Squirrel! <laughs> this one's on topic. It's about the Bengals. My Can we get the a Bengals. squirrel sound? button so next time every time he starts going off a tangent we hit it squirrel i'll just give you the i'll give you the cue and just play it i don't think he needs a cue you'll know what i'm doing <laughs> when i start going fucking way south on a topic you're gonna be like oh god here he goes i can't help myself um but yeah no fuck the Bengals. i'm really happy that they lost um i'm i'm even more so happy that now two years in a row in the biggest games of their their lives um you had 
big mistakes by the Bengals last year. You had fucking the dude come in on the field and his flip flops to celebrate. There yeah. was a penalty. Uh, they, they pissed away the game at the end there. Uh, Joe Burrow took that huge hit at, right at the end of the game by Aaron Donald. I loved every, everything like that. Just an, not that one. It wasn't embarrassing per se, but it's one of the, it's a heartbreaker. And then to lose in the fashion they lost on Sunday, which incorporates the questionable calls. Sure. The ghost third down play. Yeah, I mean that was. I mean, it was weird, right? I mean, it was I, weird. I, I get, but... Afterward, after okay, in the moment it was weird. In the moment mm-hmm. you're like, what the fuck? But then afterwards, when they went back and I think explained it or whoever came on TV and explained it, okay, it made sense. Yeah. But in the moment you're like, what the fuck? We're just redoing yeah, downs no, I, now. For me, I was like, wait, he just said, you know, we got to reset the clock and we're redoing third down. I'm like, huh? <laughs> we like you so much. We're just going to reset. The announcers were like, are they going to explain this? And then I think he did a great job. And even yeah. Gene Steratore came on, I believe. And he was like, well, if you look in this corner here, the, the, the head official or whatever was on the field, blowing his whistle, waving his hands to stop the play dead, but they snapped it anyway. And everyone's like, oh, well then he just backed up and let the play go on. And it's like, no, he got out of the way. Cause these are fucking, Big athletes that are going to destroy this old man. He got the fuck out of the way and was like, I'm going to let this play out. And then I think that's the problem, though, with with fans and these not I won't say conspiracy people, but the people that think it was rigged, mostly Bengals fans. They're the ones that are really about it. Yes. Um, No, this is real. This is about the (laughs) topic. We're just just testing the sounds right now. Oh, my bad. I thought you were saying I was on a tangent. I'm like, (laughs) that's inaccurate. This is about I'm talking about the same story. It's like the snap Justin out of it thing. I like it. Um, But. The, but everyone, I think, would have still been Chiefs fans would have been pissed yeah. if they picked up the third down because I think they were going to call that play back regardless. Right. So I think that's the thing that fans don't understand is they're immediately just blaming the refs and saying they gave them an extra third down. But had the Chiefs picked it up, I think they were still going to make them replay that third down regardless. Right. But because it went the opposite, everyone just goes rigged. It's fixed. It's it's just the entire sports world right now. Now that there's more sports gambling going on yeah. everyone's just on edge and and just be honest over the last two years three years sport officiating across the board has been yeah questionable at best i mean how many times have the nba come out and apologize apologize yeah, same yeah. day of like i mean we talked about it on sunday the lakers game that happened saturday night they came out immediately after and said hey our bad we fucked up right but that doesn't help a team like however i've never seen the nfl come out and apologize no, they do. Um, but it's like indirectly. They do, it, they do it privately. So like Kevin Stefanski, after a game, someone will say like, hey, what do you make of this horrible call? And he'll say, well, I'm going to have to talk with the league tomorrow. And then they'll talk on Wednesday with him again. And they'll say, what did, you know, what happened? He said, the league said, you know, the call wasn't right, you know, but, you know, what can you do? There's just nothing you could do. They don't go back and like remedy anything. They literally just tell you our bad. Yeah. That's it. So yeah. it's a shame, but it, it's always happened. They're humans. The refs are. And. Uh, I, I heard some things the other day, which I wanted to talk about. Um, it doesn't have anything to do with this specific play, but there were people that were saying they need to get more tech, technology incorporated into sure. the game. They need to get the, you know, the microchip and the I football, mean, things like that, because there was the play with, I think it was Michael Hardman or uh, Juju, whoever the fuck it was, that he stretched out at the last second. The ref still marked him short, and everyone's like, well, if they, had a, they have a microchip in the football, they'd be able to tell where the ball's at. However... The microchip can't tell you where their knee is. So if he's right. down and stretches the ball out, the football doesn't know he's down. The football just goes, okay, he's You know he's that we're only like 10 years away from this, right? No, we're sooner than that. I mean, I feel like they're going to have sensors in the entire field, out of bounds, touch on lines, everything. I mean, I think that they probably already do. I know the NBA does, and this is- We're all this. microchipped anyways. We all got the COVID vaccine, so we're good there. Not all of us. Um, <laughs> and some people got the super vaccine like Damar Hamlin, but- 
<laughs> not everybody wants that one. That just explodes your heart. That's the upgrade. Yeah, it's a big that's, that's what I'm glad I did. I said no to when they asked me. They're like, "Do you want the Demar Hamlin shot?" I'm like, you, "No, no, no." Do you no, want no, the Do you want set. the random heart attack shot? Yeah, I, I think I'll pass. I think I'm I'm working my way to that on my own. Don't worry, I don't need any help. Um, but. I mean, the NBA has that kind of technology where they can right. literally track every step a player takes throughout the whole game. They have the the, the analytics and metrics that they can do is, is ridiculous. I'm sure the NFL has that capability. Sure, sure. Um, Especially think, with them using turf. Like, yeah, I, mean, I don't know if the NFL has enough money to implement it, though. I mean, yeah, they're, so, they're hurting right now. They're strapped for cash. It's it's all they going. They may to, have to take a loan or two. Roger Goodell needs an extra bathroom or two. And yes. like, they just don't have the money to spend right now, which I understand. Um, they spend all their money uh, making fake people to plant everywhere else. They spend most of their money just keeping people quiet after lawsuits and incidents. Probably it's all just hush money. That's all they spend in the NFL. But they. Uh, <laughs> this is, I'm still on topic. What are you talking no, about? This, this is funny. This is right squirrel. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I, I think the NFL will do that eventually. And like the microchip in the ball, like I think they already yeah. have that somewhat. It's just it's going to be hard because you still need that human to tell you where the person was when the ball was in a certain spot. Right. Like if a guy's standing on the sideline, but he stretches the ball out, the ball might not know that that guy's out of bounds. So it's like, okay, yeah, you got the first down, but the refs are like, well, no, he was out. So it's, it's going to cause more chaos. You're still going to need humans. There's not a quick fix. There's not some sort of anything of like, well, let's just go all technology. Cause even baseball's trying it with the, the, the robot. Umps I think and stuff like I mean, that to be here soon. Very it's coming. Soon. Yeah. And I mean, I don't even think you need all that technology. I think you just need a crew, which they already have, to be instant. If, if, if they fuck up a call in the field, this crew needs to be watching it just to go, okay, um, you, you fuck that up, change that spot. And the refs are like, okay, give me one second, we'll fix that. Instead of a 10-minute break where they all have to huddle around and watch a camera. And even in the NBA, they do it. Why does it take so fucking long for them to review plays? You, you don't have a crew that can look at it and it takes a minute or two with your naked eye to just be like, because they have a million different angles that we don't even get to see on TV. So it's, it's right. baffling to me that it takes so fucking long to do all these. What makes me laugh too is this week when Aaron, did you see the Aaron Foster thing? Yeah, he said <laughs> the NFL's rigged. This I, just came oh, I, too. I love the satire part, but then you go on like Twitter and you see people like fucking legit saying, oh yeah, oh, the truth's finally coming out. It's like, are you guys that fucking dumb that you can't pick up on the jokes? I mean, we are literally in a day and age where anything you don't want to believe you can just say is fake and that's right. it and people that's just how people go nowadays right. like the demar hamlin thing uh two weeks ago everyone said he was dead yep. they said he was uh, a clone and this and that and he had to come out and the poor guy had to do a fucking video where he talks a little bit just to get people to get off his back yeah and you know what happened because of that it didn't it didn't change anything <laughs> now people just say it was okay. a fucking deep fake and they say <laughs> he's still a squirrel, robot squirrel button ready for me uh tim so real quick oh, here we so, go right after so after we left sunday i think it was sunday or monday we were uh, i was online and you're doing the video and it was a guy talking um, and a picture of Morgan Freeman next to him. Mm -hmm. And it was like split screens. Um, and it was him doing all What's the up, motion Adam? and talking and everything. And it was all transposed onto a, uh, what, a, what he looks like on camera behind screens. And it's Morgan Freeman. God. So, <laughs> so I opened up the comment section. And this technology does exist, right? And it's possible that. Oh, happen. it does. I opened up the comment section. And the first fucking comment's like, and that explains the Hamlin conspiracy. Yeah, again, it's it's very easy to just <laughs> to find holes in things to to make you think that it's not true. It's, yeah. it's super easy. Um, what can you do? That's just the day and age we're in. Nothing's gonna be nothing's authentic. Nothing's real. Everything's yeah. fake. Uh, everything's rigged, according to fans. Again, with the Bengals game, you had the um, you had the 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 replay of third down. Yep. Then you had the pass uh, interference play too, right? 
uh was no, there pass interference it was the out of bounce play the, oh, the, 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 out of the, the unnecessary roughness yeah. where which i still don't think that patrick mahomes was out of bounds he was out of bounds too what's up the defender was also out of bounds as well like they're both out, out of bounds right and he happened to slip yeah and then like he pushed him but i mean that's the one thing that most people have agreed on this week they've said that it could have been Mahomes. It could have been any other yeah, player. Yeah, they were calling that. That's a that's a penalty in the NFL. Yeah, I know, but it just sucks though because it's just I, I get it. Bangle, the dude legit slipped and he like buckled his knee while Bengals fans, Bengals fans are pissed that their team lost. Oh yeah, so they don't want to accept that their team lost on such a heartbreaking Browns type moment. I mean, sure, sure. if there's any team that's going to lose a, a huge game like that, it would be the Cleveland Browns. Hey, so go Ohio team. I'm happy. There you go, Browns fans Ohio that want to love the Bengals. That's that Ohio pride choking at the very last minute um yeah no fuck the Bengals. i'm happy they lost i'm happy it was a heartbreak and i look forward to talking shit to their fan base on social media mm. for the foreseeable future because they can all go fuck themselves quietly go fuck yourselves no loudly if i'm, I'm telling loudly them. go fuck yourselves uh how'd you do in the bet world this week so i was you doing were, my, i was you told I was, us on sunday you're doing the 10 for 10k i was i was doing a 10 for 10k i was on day six and i don't mean a marathon yeah this not this fat ass <laughs> uh i was doing a 10 for 10k i was on day six i was betting 320 for 640 okay and i missed it by two points mm-hmm. had a five leg going and i missed it Her- mr harrison barnes decided to not shoot the ball in the last fucking five minutes of the game and then they got overtime and he decided not to shoot the ball in the last five minutes of overtime that'll happen missed it by two points so i restarted the day 10 challenge on monday that lasted a day so i started the day 10 challenge again on tuesday i'm on now day two so now we're starting over again i like that we're almost on day 10 of you starting the day 10 challenge every day because you keep losing <laughs> i know well i'm six days is pretty impressive i think no, some for good sure, bets for in sure. There. so now we're, we're on, more than halfway there we're, I mean, on, we're on day two now so i got some good bets out there tonight i also took some chances by this time next week at lucy's you might be on day one you again. might be close to <laughs> your ten thousand, or yeah you Actually, might be starting over i could be very close it could be betting 1200 hours that night yeah, yeah for sure that'd be a huge night for kyle uh, just make sure you guys let him make his picks before he so before he starts drinking because yes. making could, could get ugly <laughs> making drunk picks when you're trying to win ten thousand dollars not a great I don't I don't suggest it uh, how, how'd you do this week pretty good I've uh, actually I have not had a losing day in some time because I do I do a lot of bets I'll sure. be honest but I've yet to be negative so I may only come away ten dollars positive because I lost you know fifty on one app but I won a hundred on the other or you know whatever right. so. I'm, I'm, I haven't been in the negative, so that's how I look at it. And that's um, good. Yesterday had a good night. Uh, Saturday, I talked about it on Sunday morning. I had a good night. Uh, last night, the one thing that fucked me, I did a 15-leg parlay, and I hit 14. The one that missed was R.J. Barrett. I needed 14 and a fucked half me plus too. points. He ended with 13. So yep, I needed him. I needed his 15 to win one of my I needed that game parlays. to go to overtime, though, because I had LeBron over. He has to be in the doghouse. He did not play the last four minutes or the well, entire overtime. I think that was just the way I think their coach is Tom Thibodeau. I think that's just the way Thibodeau is because I noticed too in, in, in overtime, they didn't substitute one person. So I think that was just, that's how Thibodeau is. Um, his big knock when he was the head coach in Chicago was he overworked guys. That's why a lot of people think he kind of ruined Derrick Rose because he was the head coach with Derrick Rose and he does not give guys breaks. He makes right. your starters. You're playing like 75% of the game. But he's the starter though. Who? Barrett. No, I understand, oh. but I'm saying like he just overworks guys. Yeah, yeah. So like if he brings someone else in and they're doing well, he's just gonna he's gonna ride yeah, you till the wheels yeah. fall off. And the shooting guard that replaced him was doing pretty well. Last yeah, night. I think it was a uh, Quigley or Grimes, yeah, one of the yeah. two. I don't remember which one, but so he yeah, he switches out very. 
halftime and Barrett had like six points or seven points. So I remember looking at that and I'm like, fuck, he's not going to do it. Or maybe it was even like midway through the third, he had seven points. And I was like, shit, he's going to be the one that cost me. And then I turned the game back on 10 minutes later. All of a sudden he has 13 points. It's like the fourth quarter. I'm like, fuck yeah, one basket. I'm right. in the clear. And he didn't score again. Right. So it is what it is. But I did some other bets on a different app. Those hit. I had one with like LeBron scoring over 25. Uh, a couple other, it was like a six, seven leg parlay. Is that the one that was paired with Jokic? If he had like whatever. I did that one also. That, one, so yeah, that was another yeah. one. That was a plus 160. It was Jokic and LeBron both to go over 20, 20 and, like and over six, six. assists. Yep, yep. And both of them had triple doubles. Uh, Jokic, I don't know if you saw his stat line, was fucking nuts. He went like 28, 18, and 16 it's were insane. his stat line. It's insane. And LeBron did, you know, 27 and, you know, 10 and 10 or whatever. A, a triple double. No, he started off slow as shit, though. I thought he wasn't going to hit it. But I, I had a feeling he was going to have a really, really good night because he was at the Garden. He always yeah. plays well. But um, his stat line was it, super impressive, triple-double. But then you look at Jokic, and you're like, LeBron went to overtime to get this triple-double. Jokic did the shit by the fourth quarter. Like it was sat nothing. the last five minutes of the and game. And he rested a lot because I watched the beginning of that game, and he sat most of the first quarter. And even the announcers were kind of like, yeah, Jokic and, and Murray getting a lot of rest this game. And I'm thinking, fuck, I need him to get this 20 and six. And he went way above and beyond. He heard you. Yeah, he he's had like, himself I got, a game. I got you, Justin. We got this. So betting is going very well. Any, any, any picks of the night tonight or any fun bets you have going on tonight? So I actually started my own uh, following another guy who's doing a similar thing like yours. Sure. 10 for yeah. whatever, the 10-day challenge. And the picks for tonight were – I'll have to pull it up here because I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, the picks for tonight were Jason Tatum over six and a half rebounds. I know that was one of them. Um I haven't even checked to see where he's at with that, but I will in a second. It was uh, Jason Tatum over six and a half rebounds, Steph Curry over 25 points. And then I think it was De'Aaron Fox of the Kings over 20 points. That was the three headed parlay. He has Uh, his thing was put down 20. It pays out. uh, You win 35 and that's your start for day one. Nice. And then you go from there. So that was his day one triple parlay. So I uh, will go from there and see how it goes. I did a couple random ones. I did the basic, you know, uh, ladder challenge one. And then I threw some other ones in here too. Um, the one I like tonight though, is the, it's a rebound one. So I got three picks, three, three part uh, parlay. Uh, it's Al Horford over five and a half. Okay. Which I think he probably already has. Uh, Mikhail Bridges over three and a half and Pascal Siakam over six and a half. Okay. That so shit's very doable. Paired together, $20 bet to, to pay back one, one Oh two. Not bad so at all. We'll so we happens. have, um, yeah, Jason Tatum having himself a nice game. He has 23 points at halftime. Kyrie has 11. Uh, the Celtics are currently winning. Uh, let me get to the top there. 79 to 45. A little bit of a comeback, I guess. Ugh. And Tatum has six rebounds at halftime, so I need him to be over six and a half, so he's one away. So that I one looks I, like it's in the clear. I think you should be okay. Here's hoping. Uh, but yeah, so I'm doing pretty well. I like to always do like a 10, 15 leg parlay, throw down 10 bucks on it just to see what the odds can be and you know, hope for the best. I love doing them in college games. Just do like a put, put all I, the really big favorites together. I don't touch and go. college. Yeah. Fuck college. Fuck those kids. Fuck them kids. Uh, all right, we have some NFL news. We want to get through a quick little rundown on because we've got some time here. Um, Tom Brady retires. We have a oh, nice you little, said his name. Now we're at the time. I can say it. <laughs> uh, so Tim, if you've got the video lined up, I wanted to play it for everybody. This is what Tom Brady sent this morning. You know, just showing off that he lives in sunny. Florida on, sits on a beach while we're up up here in fucking 10 degree weather as he's going to go get some more plastic surgery, probably go maybe into Europe and just fuck a bunch of hot chicks because he's Tom Brady and that's what he can do. Oh, so woe is me. More, yeah, poor guy. I feel really bad for him. He lost his wife, but he's going to gain a fucking ton of pussy. So real, real tough life. But yeah, let's let's play that video here. 
Good morning, guys. Good morning, I'll Tom. I'll get to the point right away. Thanks. I'm retiring. Again. For good. Sure. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first, so I uh, won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year, so I uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. So go that passive surgery. You didn't uh, didn't thank Giselle. I noticed that one. He said family. She's not his family anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that was a nice video. I, it kind of makes me think that he is so fucking competitive because that's all the rumors. If you look at last year, it, he, it didn't look like he was the same guy. Obviously, he was going through the divorce. His life was a little different. Right. He also didn't just he didn't seem as uh, like riled up as he normally is. He didn't seem as into it. And it makes me think if he only played last year out of spite for uh, Adam Schefter. Oh, you mean? The, oh, yeah. Because, because he calls, Adam Schefter yeah. leaked his retirement yeah. last year. Brady yeah. wanted his moment and Adam Schefter took it away from him. So I could see Brady being like. Fuck it, we're going back. I'm yeah. doing it again. I honestly think that that is that is completely plausible because that's how that broke today. Was that video from Tom Brady? Nobody else got it. Tom Brady was the first to announce his retirement via that video. I'm sure every fucking media person is like, well, God damn it! A lot of people are, are speculating, strictly speculation, that he did not roll out of bed, head down to the beach at seven o'clock this morning, and fucking film a little video retiring. Why not? Like, yeah, Tom fucking Brady. Why can't you do they, that? They, I mean, they feel like he did it before. Like this thing's been recorded for like a couple of weeks now since he got eliminated. He just waited till today to announce conspiracy theorists. Where are you at? Let's go back and check the weather. Where his house is at? It's Let's compare it. An actual pro football talk. They he tweeted. Mike Florio tweeted the same thing. He was like. Do you really think Tom Brady just went to the beach this morning and was like, oh, I'm just going to record this video here today? It's Tom Brady. I think the guy's fucking crazy. He does what he wants. Sure. To. I agree with that 100%. Did you see um, the Peyton Manning interviews going on today? No, I did not. What's so that about? someone was, um, they had Peyton Manning on. They were just mentioning the Tom Brady uh, retirement. <laughs> and he's like, what did Adam say? I didn't see his last two comments. I'm sorry. Something I won't apologize. Oh, it wasn't egregious as they made out. So that was the penalty getting pushed out of bounds. Oh, yeah. I don't he, think it was that. That was he, a good call. Then That's he threw down the, the goat thing about, about Brady. Yeah. For uh, now, Patrick Mahomes <laughs> is going to dethrone him. But uh, but no, so anyways, they talk about the retirement of Tom Brady. He's like, you know what? I wrote a long letter last year, sent him a nice couple bottles of wine and um, whatever else he said he sent him or some kind of like, you know, whatever. This jewelry. is Peyton Manning saying Peyton this? Peyton Manning. Yeah, yeah. He's like, do you think he sent it back to me when he did uh, he, when he unretired? No, he kept that. So he gets nothing from me this time. It's like the uh, <laughs> the episode of The Office where they're doing the gift baskets. Yeah. And they come back and they're like, where are the chocolate turtles? <laughs> I want the chocolate turtles. That was Peyton Manning. Like, I want this shit back. I gave it to you. You, right. It's like a wedding gift. Like, right. if I give someone a wedding gift and they get divorced in a few months. Like, do I get that shit back? Right. Like, exactly. You like shouldn't the, be able to keep I that. I want that toaster oven back. Um. But yeah, so he uh, he said he only gets nothing from me this time. So congratulations. That's fair. Yeah, I don't blame him. You sent shit last year. You don't get it. You don't get to celebrate it twice. Right. Exactly. Um, but yeah, Tom Brady officially retires, <laughs> quote unquote, officially. Um, I, I said it earlier. Tim and I were talking before the show in, at Studio Two back when you know 
back in simpler times back when we thought we were going to do the show <laughs> in a normal back spot. when technology no. worked no it actually didn't work there either we were just sitting there talking um, <laughs> 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 it was it felt like it was in the 1990s we just sit there and have a conversation yeah, you like know a fucking candle, weird that like is a candle out like oh my wi-fi doesn't work like what the fuck is this where get, am i get a nightgown on by candlelight you guys were talking it's, about sports the official redline radio time machine took us back to the 90s with dial-up internet and <laughs> no smartphones but no we were bullshitting and i told him the same thing i'm like i won't believe this retirement until Training camp is over. The season's about to start, and he is still and unemployed. He doesn't, and he doesn't walk out of the tunnel for some team. Or, I mean, even if he – the other thing, too, that's going to throw off the scent is going to be if he accepts – not accepts, but he's supposed to be taking a job with Fox. Correct. He has that contract that was waiting for him. So if he, quote-unquote, is like, all right, I'm going to go work for Fox, and he's doing some pregame shit or uh, preseason bullshit – and then he could always just be like, you know what, going back. So I hope I hope it's like a pregame, like last pregame of the year, and Tom Brady's on the sideline. And he's talking it up. All of a sudden, he, he rips the. He's got a fucking tearaway like, suit. Tearaway is it? He's got the, the he's fucking got a jersey, like jersey, jersey on. But for who though? He'd have to get the right game for whatever team he's at. Right there, it's and his, yeah, and he signs a contract on right TV there, and in the suit, rips the fucking jumps. Or the, he then Stone Cold stuns the starter quarterback at the time. Oh, walks out there and, he, yeah. he has to go out there and he has to tell. He gives him the Donald Trump. You're fired. He has to. He has to cut the guy. Yeah. Yep. Live on TV. This would be, I would Dude, love this, is, this. This is amazing. NFL, HBO, what, you HBO should, call me hard yeah. knocks. <laughs> we can produce this episode. This. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm only good for one episode, and I, Tom Brady has to be willing to do all this. If not, we're fucked, but I got a pretty good idea. It's better than fucking 80 for Brady. Who wants to watch that bullshit? And, and with that's old just women. a spitballing in five minutes there. Yeah. Well, Imagine if down, we had some, like, we'll time sit down with think. a team of writers. We'll get the shit. Well, it's going to be, you're going to win an Emmy. Um, but yeah, right. so he's quote unquote retiring. So um, goes out on top, the best quarterback of all time, right? Uh, for now. So you think he is right now the best quarterback of all time? I mean, in, in it, it's hard, it's hard to say that. I don't go off of championships, sure. Um, because look at how many things had to go right for Tom Brady to get those championships, and I understand that happens for everybody. Everything has to go right Correct. for every person to win a championship. Um, but look at how many championships that Tom Brady has that are connected to cheating scandals, scandals things like yeah. that. There's the Flate Gate. There was the Tuck Rule. There was the Spy Gate. There were so many different things that I, I mentioned this before on the show. The I Tuck think Rule last that year. he admitted that was a fumble back yeah. his, when he did 30 for 30. 100% because it that. fucking was. The best fucking Freudian slip ever. And he's like, the fumble, or in this case, the Tuck Rule. Yeah. Yeah, bullshit. He's a fucking liar. Uh, but I mean, more power to him. I mean, if it happened to my team, I'd be like, no, oh, it was definitely not a fumble. Like, yeah, of course. <laughs> but I everything he's done has been connected to some sort of scandal. And to me, it kind of makes me go, well, his shit's a little tainted. Yeah. And I don't I hate the championship argument. The championship just makes you better than everybody right. because everyone says Michael Jordan's the greatest of all time yeah. because he has more rings than LeBron. Well, Bill Russell has more rings than Michael Jordan. So does that make him better? And they're like, well, no, it's different. Like you can't change your narrative. It's either championships make the man. Or you have to start breaking down other facts. And that's where, to me, LeBron James is the best basketball player of all time. And Jordan fans just go, oh, championships. That's all they have. I uh, I saw this thing today. I forget who, who it was. Um, but he made a good point, and I, I 100% agree to it. And he came out and said he does not think that Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. He thinks that the greatest season quarterback of all time, meaning regular season quarterback, is Peyton Manning. I agree. The best Super Bowl quarterback of all time was Joe Montana. And he goes, what you're going to remember Brady for is his 23 years of playing in the league. There's records he has that he's set that will never be touched because he played so long. Yeah. And no one's ever going to come close to that length. Because of, of the longevity. Of playing a career like his. So there's stuff that's going to be cemented in stone just because his how long he played. Is he a good quarterback? Yes. But he's not the best at what he did. It's just how long he played. Sure. I mean, look at Aaron Rodgers. You have Aaron Rodgers who's technically going into his uh, 
what, 18th season. Right. But he sat for like four years under Brett Favre. Right. So he's only played for. Could you, you know, imagine Aaron Rodgers playing five more years? And that's the thing, though. If he, no. if he if he was able to start from day one, maybe he wasn't as good as he was as he turned out to be. So his whole career could have been changed. This worked out perfectly for him. Patrick Mahomes, same thing. Patrick Mahomes is slowly breaking records and setting like he's he's on pace to just destroy records. And he sat an entire season right. when he came out. So it's Tom Brady obviously didn't start from day one either. So I'm not taking that away from him, but. Uh, if, if Patrick Mahomes can continue to play at a level like this and stay relatively healthy and play a 20 something year career, I think he shatters Tom Brady's records. And let's not re- dis- discount the fact that you also had one of the greatest coaches of all time. Sure. As your coach who designed an offense around you. And that's the thing with, I don't <laughs> want to get, you know, Kyle's Kyle's all about death and being morbid today. So I guess I'll join him, <laughs> but look at Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reed. They're a great team. Sure. Patrick Mahomes is like 25 years old, whatever, give or take 26. I don't know how old he is, but Andy Reed is, you know, he's probably not long for this world. Let's be uh, honest. Cheeseburgers. Doesn't really take great care of himself. He's not getting any younger. Um, so he's not going to be, he's not going to have a 20 year coaching career with Patrick Mahomes right. like Belichick had with Brady. It's going to happen with Patrick Mahomes has to get a new coach, maybe yep. a couple coaches, who knows? And they have to be able to work together to continue the success, Correct. which I think is possible. Sure. With, with his skill set. Talent will carry you very far. I think so too. Um, but I think coaching and football goes a long way together. Cause I mean, look at Belichick. I hate Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones sucks. Bill Belichick took him to the playoffs last year. I thought the Patriots were going to be terrible this year. Even they were right there. One win, one, if they won one game away from making the playoffs another year in a row without Tom Brady, like yep. that's just, that's great coaching, right? It just goes to show you that the Bill Belichick knows what he's doing out there. And granted, Brady, um, Brady was in the playoffs and every year. Too. Brady's talent. Sure. Great. And then, yeah, he went to Tampa Bay and they <clears> kind of started building these super teams for him. Uh, year one, when they won the Super Bowl, dominant defense. Then they start adding guys like Julio Jones. The guys want to come play for them. They get Leonard Fournette. They're getting all these really talented players. Antonio Brown, they win a Super Bowl with. Um, so that that happens. And I think Mahomes is going to have a similar career. And kudos to Brady, the most, most Super Bowls, whatever. He's got that for him. But in terms of me watching quarterbacks play, um, Personally, Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers are the two best quarterbacks I've ever watched throw footballs. Right. And I would I would argue Andrew Luck, but his he retired, so he's going to be a third. Um, but those three guys were just so fucking good. They could put the ball wherever they wanted, however they wanted, on the run. Like, they were just so good. Brady, great quarterback, too, but he didn't make those same kind of plays. He was just right. a great quarterback. I mean, right. I'm not taking anything away from him, but watching those other guys be so pinpoint accurate is just that was next level to me yeah um it's so it's, kudos to brady and possibly the end of a career congratulations i hope you do well at fox and we'll rip through a couple other news stories here we have D'Amico ryan's officially hired by the houston texans uh ex-player for the texans kind of cool to see a guy come <clears throat> full circle like that he's been the defensive coordinator with the niners we'll see how that goes there uh texans are a dumpster fire they, they got, got a lot of good picks though they have a lot of picks they got fucked out of the number one overall pick because of lovey smith <laughs> on the way out i love that Go lovey um but we'll see how that goes i'm curious to see if D'Amico ryan's is anything without the niners being his support system i'm curious the team he puts together down there we'll see how it goes they're obviously going to be a defensive oriented team so i'm I'm excited to see that uh next up sean payton traded to denver for multiple draft picks as we said would need to happen second right first this year second next year first this year second next year i think they got a couple picks in return from denver but uh the head coach had to get traded which is a cool thing in the NFL. And a lot of people, I don't know if they knew that going into it. I remember telling them on steel city because they were like, Oh, Sean Payton's available. Would you take him here? And I'm like, you need draft picks. And they're like, really? I'm like, Hey, he's under contract. You have to trade for him. So that's what happened. Denver did it. They're all in with Russ Wilson because I think they realized last year was a dud. It was a colossal failure. And they said, fuck it. They're doing what the Niners didn't do in the NFC championship. And they're swinging for the fences. 
Yeah, something. I mean, they had to look at the situation and go, there's no way that yeah. Russell Wilson regressed this much. Right. Something's and not right. Sean Payton was able to, I mean, Drew Brees is a good, great quarterback. Yeah, I'm not him taking and Russell Wilson him. the same size. I yeah. Think. Drew, if Sean Payton can work with a smaller quarterback and Drew Brees win a Super Bowl, make him an MVP, I think that's why they were like, fuck it. This guy's got to be able to work and with Russell Wilson. Otherwise, place, we're, he's coming into a good situation. Yeah, great defense. They had one of the best defenses yes. in football for the first half of the season. Losing a D year. coordinator, though. But yeah. Probably losing. Did, did yeah. he take a job elsewhere? I don't know if he did yet, but he's yeah, interviewed. But the other thing, too, is Sean Payton's going to want his own staff. So he's going to yeah. bring in some guys. I'm sure he'll get some talented coordinators. Uh, so that's a team to keep an eye on. And then you have uh, Kellen Moore, who was just recently fired by the Dallas Cowboys, was hired by the Los Angeles Chargers for the same position, offensive coordinator. Kind of funny that 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 one game in the playoffs, that one play almost with Ezekiel Elliott, that fourth down play, yeah, cost him a head coaching uh, job. He took the he took the shot from fucking McCarthy, hundred percent. Yeah, he took he took because the bullet for him there. There were rumors for months leading up to the playoffs, and like the season started so well for Dallas, everyone's saying. Kellen Moore is going to be a head coach. Like he's gone. He's going to be a head coach somewhere. Yeah. He's so good. And instead he gets fired and he just takes a lateral position right back to an offensive coordinator. But I think he's in a better situation in San, uh, in Los Angeles than he was in Dallas. Personally, uh, I'm not a fan of Dak. Uh, the chargers are the, the chargers arrow is moving up. I think the Cowboys arrow is moving down. Yeah. So I think he did the right thing. It's a good move for him. It's a perfect timing. Plus it's a nice kind of reset for the chargers and um, Herbert and see what happens with them going. Into That's what I'm year. excited for. I think Herbert's, a much better quarterback than Dak Prescott. Yes. So I think if we're if Kellen Moore is going to prove he's worth a fuck in the NFL, it's going to be with the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, really quick, we'll wrap up here because the Pro Bowl is going to be happening next week. We'll do the Pro Bowl snubs. I wanted to go over a couple. Uh, one guy we mentioned earlier who announced his retirement, who did not make it to the Pro Bowl. I kind of feel like the NFL should have put him in just as like a nice thing. Yeah. Um, and I could all the info I have on the Pro Bowl snubs is old. I'm going off of the initial Pro Bowl rosters, not alternates and things like that, except for one person who I will talk about. Um, uh, JJ Watt. He had like, he had a good amount of pressures. I think he had double digit sacks this year, not MVP caliber, not your typical prime JJ Watt, but for a guy who just announced his retirement, having a pretty, pretty good year like that, give him a Pro Bowl nod. I mean, come on, yeah, put him out there, have him hang out with his friends or whatever. Yeah, let him go out with one last hurrah. Yeah, That's sure, one guy absolutely. that I think they should have given him that because Tom Brady's not going to be at the Pro Bowl. So let JJ Watt go and have fun with everybody one last time because he's going to get overshadowed now. All the news like JJ Watt's done. Obviously his season ended weeks ago with the Cardinals. His, his career's over. You're not going to hear from him again. Tom Brady going to overshadow the hall of fame weekend for the guy. Give him the Pro Bowl. At least they could talk about him then give him a day. It's kind of unfortunate. It really is. Um, but I want to, I mean, you, you bring in the Pro Bowl. I mean, do you, is this is this bound to go away in the next couple of years? This whole Depends on how this goes. They have this new format they're going with. Sure. It sounds fun. It sounds, everybody seems excited for it. Uh, the flag football, the, the, you know, the different games and shit like that. Um, it sounds like it could be good. It's really going to depend on how it goes. If right. it goes well, I think it could rejuvenate things. Like I miss the old days of the, of the Pro Bowl, like the quarterback challenge. The yeah, 100%. Stuff like that, like hitting the, hitting the, the football. Trying to hit the, the moving targets and, and things like, like that. that. Yeah. That was fun to watch. Yeah, the, the footballs had a little like uh, chalk or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it was an awesome thing. They need to bring that Stuff back. Stuff like that you need to bring back because that was fun. You actually I would watch skill, that all day. You put skills to the test. They used to play the replay on ESPN randomly and I'd watch the old school Yeah, ones, I just watched like, one the other day. It was they Marino had Marino and Brett Favre and stuff like that. Yeah, I love young versions but i will i'd like to see some of these younger quarterbacks now yeah out there hitting these targets and whatnot and the other thing too is like okay you want to give a guy a pro bowl pro bowl nod whatever it is what it is but then invite is a bunch of quarterbacks it doesn't even matter if they made the pro bowl or not like <laughs> let some young quarterbacks just come and throw at this fucking competition just yeah. for fun 
Absolutely. It doesn't have to be a guy who put up career year or anything like that. Just let, let the guys have fun. Have like a kickoff contest. Who can go 50, 60, 70 yards out there and see right. who wins it. You know what I mean? Let, Just let, stuff like that. Let position players kick field goals or something fun. Yeah. Just like let them fuck around on a football field. But no, That's they want to do all this stupid shit. That, yeah. uh, flag so, f- I'm not, the flag football we'll thing see. is weird to me, but the other stuff I'm, I don't, I'm curious I don't have any see. interest in watching the flag football, to be I'm honest. curious the to other see what things, happens. Sure. Um, Matt Milano got screwed, I think, out of yeah. a Pro Bowl or not. He was one of the best linebackers in football. Christian McCaffrey. Was a was an initial Pro Bowl snub. Um, Jamar Chase getting a Pro Bowl nod over a guy like Jalen Waddle, who had a much better year than Jamar Chase, I think is disrespectful. And Amra um, St. Brown, same thing. Wide receiver did not get an initial Pro Bowl nod, and he scored a touchdown like every game. He was one of the best wide receivers in the league. Carry me no championship this year. And then the one key snub that I find so fucking disrespectful in the alternate aspect they gave Tyler Huntley, Mister Two Dot, Two Touchdowns touchdown. from the from the Ravens, who sucked a Pro Bowl nod over Jacoby Brissett, and to me that is <laughs> blasphemy. Jacoby Brissett deserved to get in over Huntley. If you're going to give it to a backup quarterback who did the best that he could, Jacoby Brissett's numbers were fucking outrageous compared to Tyler Huntley's. Um, yardage was like almost double. The touchdowns were like quadrupled, maybe more. I forgot. I think Brissett had like twelve touchdowns. Huntley had two. Brissett had like six interceptions. Huntley had three, I think. I think he had more interceptions than touchdowns. Yeah, Percentage-wise, like, I mean, Brissett was far and, far and ahead above. I know Huntley, Huntley, can, Huntley can run. He had some yeah, rushing yeah, touchdowns, yeah. but you're you're letting a quarterback in for their quarterback skills and numbers. Right. And Brissett's the better quarterback. I feel somebody needs to answer for that. Yeah. Like, I, 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 give I, us a I'm reason. Who, how did it vote? How did you guys vote? I thought Huntley being named to the Pro Bowl was a joke. Right. I heard it on the radio. I'm like, oh, they're just making fun of it. And right? then now all of a sudden I'm like, holy shit, they really did that. And everyone and their brother is like, over Brissett, and I'm like, holy shit, they're right. Like he fucking deserved it. That's yeah. crazy. Um, but that's it for sports this week. I want to talk about that. We will talk about the guards next week. We got all off season. The Guardians did did release their schedule, so we'll talk about that another time. Yeah. I threw that in as filler, but um, no, I love the this real fucking start point though. Um, they yeah. had a West Coast, yeah, 10, 10, 10 o'clock, o'clock first in open. Seattle. Yes, Watson had more touchdowns than Huntley. Yeah, correct? Watson had more touchdowns than uh, Kenny Pickett, too. Yeah. Nobody wants to talk about that in Pittsburgh where they say how Deshaun Watson sucks. We're not going to go on that tangent yeah. right now. Deshaun Watson in six games had better numbers than Kenny Pickett did in, in 14 or whatever. He Nobody's ready for that. Squirrel. Um, I, I'm saving this tangent for another time. This is for when I'm on. Oh, he's, he's pocketing the this tangent. This is for when I'm on with the Steel City guys and they want to talk about Kenny oh, Pickett. Oh, so in five months, will we talk, you'll bring it up Yeah, again? that's true. I'll forget about it by then, knowing my memory. It's going to be long gone. Um. But yeah, so we're, we'll talk about that. Yeah, the Guardians are starting their season on like a fucking Thursday on the West Coast at 10 p.m. So I can't wait to stay up to watch a regular season game until two in the morning. I'll watch the first four innings and probably go to bed. Yeah, no, I'm not staying up for that shit. The baseball it's, season's it, way I'll too see, long. I'll to see stay you up. another 180 some other time. I don't even stay up for West Coast games for for the Cavs. Yeah. There's too many games in a season for me to waste sleep for a meeting. I'll catch the game. highlights in the morning when I'm taking a shit. Yeah. So that's fine. Especially in baseball, there's a lot more games to worry about. Yes. Um, all right. Well, with that being said, we will get to our favorite part of the show, and that is just the tip. And we will, of course, start off with our man, the man, the myth, the legend, Tim Buck to Black History Month's finest. He is ready to rock and roll. Take it away, my friend. And of course you said Black History Month. So you, <laughs> so you knew you knew that that was going to be my tip this week. We didn't even uh, talk about it before the show. This we, was all just speculation. And I had a hunch and I was right. If you were a betting man, which you are, you would won. <laughs> Um, but Black History Month, man, um, it is today is the first day. It's the first of the month. Wake Bones. up, wake up. Bone thugs so, and harmony. <laughs> which happens to be a part of my Black History. Um, but uh, Black History Month, uh, I, every day of the month, I do post a video 
uh, on my social medias. Uh, this year, I was gonna, I'm going to, um, I guess you could say, be fueled by Facebook Reels. I'm gonna do it on Facebook. I did one today. I'm not gonna lie you to gonna you. You do it on TikTok again? Yeah, you... I'm, I'm gonna do it on TikTok. Okay. I have I to do it on TikTok. My, I watch my TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, I have to do them on TikTok. Uh, one of my, uh, actually, my my boss from Rascal House. Shout out to Neil, Nasty Neil. Um, he, he was like, Tim, you know, it's, it's, it's February. It's coming up. This is what I talked to him last week. He's like, it's coming up. I'm looking forward to your black history post. Uh, I'm going to post awesome. them. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, it's definitely nice to, to see that people actually appreciate them and, you know, they look forward to seeing them. Um, I, I, this is the fourth year. Um, I, every day I have to do a different from the last previous years. So there's no duplicates. You could actually go through and fact check and which I actually do. I go back to make sure I didn't do this person. Um, I ha I know for, for, I know when I see a person, I was like, Oh, I did that one. I did that one. My mom gave me a black history calendar today. It had a, a whole bunch of black figures on it, but I'm reading through it. I'm like, damn, did them. It comes did with, like, <laughs> And stuff like that too. It doesn't come with facts. Oh, okay. Um, all the facts I have, I, you I can do. research it yourself, but yeah. it still introduces you to new people. They're, right. Maybe if yeah. you don't know them, yeah. Right. So I do the research uh at the moment of the video. So okay. everything is pretty much improv. Um, just you know, I, I I film it right then, very little um editing. I do a little bit just you know, because I, I gotta get it to my like and I'm a perfectionist. 100%. No, I, I agree with that. <laughs> um today's video I think it would have been dope if the audio would just been a little bit better. Um, it was the, the I played a song. It was George on my mind about Ray Charles, another black figure. Um, and it just was, it, I feel like it was a little too loud. Okay. And I wasn't speaking a little too low. I wasn't back, my back room at work. Like, okay. so. Yeah, you got to, in a pinch. You know, you, <laughs> yeah. weren't, you weren't in a Hollywood studio. You got to right. do what you can. But it, it's interesting nonetheless, and it comes with, you know, comedic, uh, a comedic touch. So, you know, tune in. Uh, Timbuktu, that's T-I-M-B-U-K-T-U underscore 31 on all my other social medias, except Facebook, because Timbuktu stands for Tim. Obviously, last name is Washington. I'm on every dollar. That's where the bug comes from, and two, because I'm a junior. And that's where you can find me on Facebook, Timothy Washington Jr. You know, I never knew the origin of the name Timbuktu. Like this is like... Day day one of Black History Month, and learn everything about our, our fellow Black History person. Right? That was a hell of a fun fact. I had I honestly had no that idea about that. Legit, a fun fact. That blew my mind. Oh really? <laughs> I did not know that was the origin of that. That's fucking I awesome. I mean, JG is so well called JG because yeah, of Justin George. Justin George, we're clearly not as creative as you are. <laughs> I, I didn't even come up I mean, with it. Everyone JG just started works. calling me JG, so I was like, all right, whatever, I'll roll with it. That sounds kind of cool. <laughs> I'm not Tim picky too. I like that. That is That's fucking awesome. impressive. It's funny because every comedian, uh, they like, oh, dude, you should just say your real name, uh, because I guess that's a thing for comedians. They, you, you have to come out to your real name and not a nickname. So every time I have to kind of defend myself, well, I'm like, look, look, this it is my name. Give them the breakdown. Yeah, and you know, keep going. I mean, uh, to me, it's no different. I know you're a fan of comedy, so I'm sure you know who he is, Louis C.K. Yeah, he his his real last name is like Skelky or something like that. It's like Polish <laughs> or something, and no one could pronounce it. So he just started. They started saying CK. So he literally changed his stage name to just C dot K because that kind of sounds like his actual last name, but it's just easier. Yeah, it's, it's there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's amazing. I feel like Timbuk Two is quicker. Hell yeah, <laughs> I agree. Now that I know, now the, that I know the reason, yeah. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Wow. My mind's blown. <laughs> All right, so my uh, my tip of the week is a podcast that I've talked about before, but just listening to an episode today, they were talking about um, them both being in the Super Bowl, and that's the New Heights podcast with Travis and Jason Kelsey. Um, I think Jason, I think Jason Kelsey's 
fucking hilarious by the way yeah both of them are great yeah so like, they both like tom brady having a career after football already yeah is like he's kind of fucking boring i don't think he's sure. gonna be good these guys are going to be really good oh yeah there's i mean this they're only still a year into it and they they've put out some pretty good content yeah um i want to see those two go on the uh, mcafee show and have like a like a little three-way podcast because i think it'd be fucking amazing to watch oh those guys would be fantastic um, but they were talking today and they were uh they were going over the uh they talked about part of the, the nfl being rigged and they're both like well i guess what's rigged they really wanted to kelsey bowl didn't they so they were they got they, it they were talking about um um I didn't know this because I was listening to podcasts, but I guess that you do. They do uh, simulcasts on YouTube. Uh, Travis was wearing a Cincinnati Bengals shirt, which was hilarious. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> and uh, I mean, how great! Sorry to interrupt. How yeah. great was after the game? Oh, the, the he, know your role and shut your mouth. Before that, oh. so they're interviewing Mahomes, and he's giving like the most heartfelt speech. Oh, he's the like, Burrowhead thing. Oh, you know, I just want to thank God for getting us here. And Travis Kelsey just cuts in front. He goes, "Burrowhead, my ass!" Right in the middle of it. It was funny as fuck. <laughs> Dude, oh, another up. level. He's got kind of like a little, little like he's uh, got some swagger for sure. I, I don't like to use him. that word because I'm very, very white and I'm in my 30s. Right, right. But I know the kids like got to some say swag. It. And I, I know spider. I, no cap. I get the definition. Spider, 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 Mitchell. Call the exterminators on the spider. Get them off my lawn. Uh, but no, it was. I mean, it was a good. It was a good episode today. Just I didn't finish the whole thing. I was listening it on the way to the show there, and then on to the way to the other show over here. So, um, but check them out. It's hilarious. First year in, obviously with those names, they get big backings already. But it's a good show. They do it once a week. I'm curious to see what it's like after the Super Bowl. What content they have. They start branching out and doing more stuff. But um, no, check it out. It's worth a listen. If you love sports, if you love listening and like like laughing. It, it's worth worth a worth a chance. Absolutely, that's something I. I keep meaning to get into Cleveland's own guys. Yeah, Cleveland's yeah. own. Right before I turned the car out, they were talking about the Cavs going to watch the uh, uh, the finals in 2016 because they're from Cleveland Heights. Pride and joy of the Heights, New Heights. Yep. So that's that's really cool to see guys that can can do that. And kudos to their mom who she's going to wear lucky like a her. dual jersey. Yeah, she gets her. to see her kids. So that's First awesome. time ever in history, brothers have played each other and Super Bowl. Again, this was the outcome I wanted last week. I wanted a game. I'll talk about it more on Wednesday where it's just neutral. Sure. I, I don't care about either team per se. I would like to see Mahomes get an extra ring, but if he doesn't, it is what it is. I'm just happy to watch a good football game and I don't care one way or the other. It is what it is. I'm looking forward to Kevin Hart freaking out on the, on the field I again. <laughs> I think, I think he, he might get recognized this time. Last time they wouldn't let him in. The security didn't know who he was. This time I think they might know. How him. do you not know who Kevin Hart is? Yeah, back That was like five years ago. He wasn't as big. and uh, right, He's not as big now either, but I mean. But I mean, he's been short. in a lot more. But I also think it's like if you look around, if you're the security guard working at the Super Bowl, you're probably, your adrenaline's going. You're, yeah. you're trying to do your job. Yeah. Millions, you know, thousands of people surrounding you. You're not gonna like get that guy oh, a field Kevin pass. Hart. You're kind of like, hey, somebody's kids loose. Like you just yelled at this little guy. <laughs> get that man a, a sideline. Stop you, little kid. Is <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a little, a little beefy. Um, uh, my tip this week is a movie that I got an advanced screening to go see yesterday. Uh, Knock at the Cabin, M. Night Shyamalan's, uh, Shyamalan, whatever. Ding dong. I took the picture from inside Cinemark. I actually, uh, it was not, before it started. Okay, it's just the the main screen. I, uh, I actually took the poster and I had that to send to Tim and I forgot I took that. And I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll use the picture of me actually sitting inside the theater. Um, so I got advanced screening. It comes out this Friday. It is, I don't want to give too much away. There's really, there's not a whole lot I can say about it. Everything you is see. Is there a in, twist? Do you want to know? I mean, it's M. Night Shyamalan. But I'm saying it's, it's a typical movie for today. You always said that twist, right? There's a twist, of course, right? Right. Of course. I don't want to say anything because if I do one way or the other, it ruins the movie. 
So I can't well, I tell don't you. say because I want to watch it. Yeah, so go see it. I'm not telling anybody one way or the other if there is your classic M. Night Shyamalan I'm a, I'm a big twist. Dave Batista fan, so I'm curious to watch Batista it. Batista was great. Um, everything you see in the trailer, though, is the movie. It is um, these four people show up to a cabin. They literally knock on the cabin, and they say, you know, you need to let us in. We are here because one of you has to kill one member of your family in order to stop the apocalypse. And the family is like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're crazy. Like, get out of here. We're not doing this. Like, blah, blah, blah. And it's a movie of them trying to convince this couple to either kill one of the husbands or the daughter, their adopted daughter. But one of them has to be killed by one of their family in order to stop the apocalypse. They cannot commit suicide. They cannot be murdered. They have to kill each other. One of them has to be sacrificed in order to stop the, the end of the world. And the movie is it's fucked up. There's some really tense moments. Uh, I will admit there were some moments where I'm kind of like, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, come on, we're we really doing this. But that's just my overanalyzing of things. But um, overall, it was a fun movie. It was worth a watch. I Enjoyable. think if you've got, yeah, if you're going out for date night, you're looking for a movie, go see it. It's only an hour, 40 minutes. It's not too long. Um, nothing crazy. Not a ton of gore. Nothing, no nudity, nothing like that. Just a, uh, Dave Batiste is not naked. Son of a bitch. No, I mean, I think if you look closely, you could maybe see his hog outline in his jeans, but that's about <laughs> it. No, no, no actual nudity. But, I, um, I do have a question, though. Sure. Do they see dead people? I mean, you you see some dead people in this one for sure. <laughs> Spoiler alert: you will see some dead people in this movie. That's all I can say. Um, but no, it was a cool movie. It was weird. It uh, it went in a, di- a different direction than what I was anticipating. Yeah. Um, I went in kind of blind. I knew it wasn't like a horror movie per se. I knew it was kind of like a thriller suspense movie, and uh, it was pretty good. I'm not a huge M Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan fan. However, you say his fucking name, Sh- really? I keep wanting to say Shyamalan Ding Dong every time I say it because I, I text that to my friends when I always talk about him. But I'm not the biggest fan of him. I he's I had, liked, he's had like two hits, and then the rest have been duds. I liked uh, obviously Sixth Sense is a classic. Signs was okay. I, didn't, I liked the signs. Signs was fine. Yeah. Um, the village was fucking trash. The village sucked. I really hated his his other recent movie, Old, where the people on the beach. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that one. I hated that movie. Didn't that movie he, was fucking awful. did he make awful. The Happening too? Yeah, he did The Happening. That fucking plants kill you? Get the fuck yep, out of here. That one wasn't great. He did, um, I liked Split with James McAvoy. You know what? Split, that was good. Split was good, yeah. Uh, Unbreakable back in the day yeah. was a good one. Mr. Glass, right? The, yeah, that was, the, yeah, yeah. was Glass. Yeah, yeah, Samuel yeah. Jackson. Yeah, he did that. Uh, he's, he's got some good ones, but overall, I'm not a huge fan because I know he likes to throw that fucking weird twist at the end that kind of ruins everything. And when I saw Old, I think it hit HBO like a year ago, I hated it. So when this I saw it was coming out, I'm like, M. Night Shyamalan. I'm like, oh, fuck. I, I, I only saw it because it was free, but I'm happy I did. That's one that I, I, I would probably watch that again. It was a good movie. It was everything um, connected. I mean, like, like the, I don't want you to. He doesn't connect. His universe isn't connected. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like for previous movies. Yeah, it uh, is. Is it? Split is a uh, connected to well, Unbreakable. Yeah, those, those three Split, are. Uh, uh, Unbreakable and Glass. And Glass. Those, and those three, three were. I don't think anything movies. else was. Nothing else connected. Obviously, though. he just likes working with with Bruce Willis. Yeah. Who is unfortunately not in this one. Um. Spoiler alert. He's not. He's not, but, he's not in his own mind anymore either. Yeah, so. Exactly. He can't talk or read uh, lines. But no, this one, to my knowledge, unless I miss something, because I'm not hit like a diehard of him. Um, I don't. I don't think there were any Big connections pun. to other movies. What's up? Pun. Not a diehard of his. Oh, I didn't even realize. No, I was talking wow, about. M. Night. You're on a roll. I was right talking now. about. M. Night. I didn't even mean right to now. do that. I forgot I was talking about Bruce Willis. But uh, no, it was okay. It was a good movie though. It was fun. Go check it out if you get a chance. It comes out this Friday in theaters. It's going to supposedly dethrone Avatar two. Doubt it. That's the rumor. The report is it's going to de- dethrone them from the number one spot for the Interesting. weekend. Interesting. That'd be. They think it's going to yeah. do pretty well. That's the projection. So it comes out this weekend. Give it a shot. 
um it was, it was fun so that's gonna do it for us everybody Lucy's good wednesday yeah wednesday's Lucy, seven o'clock seven, come eight. join come, us come see us come say hello buy us a drink we will have good internet yeah yeah they'll have much better internet than studio two uh we will be stealing it from the speedway next door and it's gonna work just fine uh but come check us out and we will see you guys then on behalf of everybody at talking about balls that's just something ugly people say thank you everybody have a good week <laughs>